live on Facebook now. No, I have nothing to say. Or do. I wanted do to see if that was going right to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the do drop in already. That's good. I was waiting for Pat to start singing uh, in sync again. That seemed very tantalizing. No, we don't need that on the podcast. <laughs> that would have been a great I, welcome to the I, podcast uh, this evening. I, I was not singing in sync. Uh, you have no proof of that. And we do because Jeremy started recording before we went live on Facebook. That's right. I can put that anywhere in the podcast. So, no, 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 no. It's all out. (laughs) And if you don't Uh, like it, then you can just there. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, I'll be back in about 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, man. Welcome, everybody, to another lovely Saturday evening with us for Jabronis. <laughs> yep. I'm talking about a lot of crazy bullshit. But hey, that's what we do. How are you for? I was about to say, how are you four guys doing? <laughs> buddy. I mean, it's actually just no, three of you. <laughs> it is a, we, we, have, we are on a two-game winning streak, Joe. I didn't think that would happen this year. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an amazing feat. I mean, Sorry, we played North Pat. Carolina, but Sorry, I mean, whenever we need a W each year, we just need to play North Carolina, apparently. <laughs> I mean, Mac Brown, too. He loses all the time against us. So, you know, it is what it is. I'll take the win, though. Win's a win. It's college football. Travis has played good both years against that specific North Carolina team. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he has. Whoa. Bama's losing right now? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. It was like my eyes were deceiving me. <laughs> yes, uh, this despair is watching as this podcast continues since they've just gone to halftime. Down two touchdowns to a team that, you know, got roughed up the last two weeks. I mean, Texas A&M has a good football team, but this might be a well, bad matchup for Bama, though. Well, I mean, they, 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 they lost by 10 points to Arkansas on, on a neutral field, and then Arkansas just went and – had their asses handed to them, you know, by, you know, Georgia. Um, and yeah, lost, Georgia's... lost a shootout to Ole Miss today, which is like, you know, that's that's fine. But, you know, like they got embarrassed by Georgia last week at Arkansas. And then A&M went and lost to friggin' Mississippi State last week. So I don't think too many people had them uh, beating Bama today. But uh, obviously an entire half of football to go and uh, – Nick Saban is uh, pretty good at making in-game adjustments. So. There was definitely yes. some. Uh, there was definitely a few defense optional games earlier today. <laughs> uh, yeah, didn't yeah. I see there was some game that was like forty-nine to forty-two or something like that? Uh, yeah, uh, Oklahoma well, beat Texas fifty-five forty-eight. That and was then the game. one. Pat, yeah. And then Pat <laughs> was talking about that Oklahoma game was missing. ridiculous. And then Ole Miss and Arkansas, Ole Miss won 52 to 51. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah, Arkansas, totally defensive optional. Arkansas lost when they, they scored a touchdown with, I think, one second to go. And they opted to go for two and didn't get it. But I will say I don't really disagree with going for two in that situation because it was a, it's a road game and everything. So you definitely yeah. kind of have to give the advantage to the home team in overtime. Mm-hmm. So I think going for two there wasn't really like a bad call. It just didn't work out. So, I mean, that the coach for Oklahoma clearly made the right decision. I think it's hilarious that 
the front runner for the Heisman at the beginning of the year got benched today. <laughs> well, yeah, that's something I was going to mention. It seems like a lot of these guys who I saw pegged as like, uh, and like in like early mock drafts as like like the first few quarterbacks to be taken, not really performing so far this year, whether it's Rattler, whether it's Sam Howell, a uh, couple other guys, not exactly like lighting up the stat sheets or inspiring much confidence that they should be like some top 10 quarterback pick in, you know, come April. So, uh, no, yeah, it was, it, was, it was very interesting to see. And it was weird that they, they, they put him back in for like a two point conversion attempt, which I believe they converted. Yeah, but then they went back. But then they went back to the freshman. And the other interesting thing about that freshman quarterback for uh, Oklahoma, they mentioned during the broadcast, he didn't play last year because of COVID. Like his season got totally canceled. So think about that. You know, it's a uh, guy basically hasn't played football in two years, and when he last played, it was high school football. Uh, coming wow. into a game like this, so that's I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, little uh, thing that they mentioned. Jeez, Georgia's beating up on Auburn. Okay, like Georgia's a Georgia's a beast this year. I like the fact. Uh, that the, is the, did you say the guy? One guy's last name is Rattler. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Spencer Spencer Rattler. He's the Oklahoma quarterback. Like the GI Joe Rattler. Oh, I thought you was going the GI Joe <laughs> way. Uh, as you could tell, everyone, uh, Jeremy's got sound effects this evening, so uh, yes. we'll get a fair share of those. <laughs> at, well, turn well, the course I, of the evening. <laughs> Well, yeah, so I see, yeah, I see Georgia pretty handled Auburn pretty easily. So even if Bama comes back and wins, uh, I think you slide Georgia into the prohibitive favorite line now. Yeah, and, I agree. And it'll be, it'll be Alabama. Well, it'll be if Alabama comes back, it'll be Georgia, Alabama, Iowa, and Cincinnati might be the top four then, right? Uh, if Alabama wins, yeah, the top four tomorrow will definitely be Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati. Yeah. And Oklahoma yeah. will, will be there at five, and then Ohio State Oklahoma, probably. This is what Oklahoma is going to do. They're going to squeak by every other week, and they're going to get in the playoff and get their ass kicked again. <laughs> Most likely, yes. Very, very, very possible, yeah, because I don't really think much of the Big 12, so yeah, I don't know. Neither, neither do they. That's why they're going to a different conference. Yeah. Well, right, but what I'm saying is they're, they're not really going to be challenged the rest of their, the rest of their schedule is TCU, Kansas, Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, and there's, there's not, those... not, not a lot of prestige on that schedule. So yeah, Oklahoma State though, Bedlam is Bedlam. You never know. That's one of those games where sometimes the best team doesn't win. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. definitely the best team remaining on their schedule. Sorry, Jeremy. You were saying, Jeremy, you wanted uh, to chime in. <laughs> it's okay. Well, and seeing that's the Eight thing. Attempts, like, so. well, it, it, it's one of those things like record means something to a degree but you also got to think like when they're doing these rankings when they're do, do, doing the, the what is it the bcs rankings right no it's, it's just a, for the playoff now yeah well, it's playoff yeah it's just the college football the yeah. bcs doesn't exist anymore okay so well it used to be the bcs now it's just a playoff ranking i wasn't sure if they kept the kept the initials the same but anyways oh, so when they're rank when they're ranking uh for the the playoffs now they just and it's always been this way you just can't go on like did you win it's also one who did you play and how much did you win by like if you're playing some shit teams like you know like you said Oklahoma's uh, Oklahoma is it coming up especially now on their schedule like yeah they should win those games but they should also most of those games should be blowouts like they shouldn't even be close because of how good Oklahoma should be you know and so if they go into the playoffs again this year like you said Matt, uh, AJ 
and they get their ass kicked, well, then they probably didn't deserve to be as high ranked in the playoffs rankings to begin with. No, they take those things into consideration. I I would like to think they do, and I and I believe they do, but I also think that sometimes, based on just the team that it is and the the lineage and how good they've been for how long, maybe that plays a little bit of a role, too. Because I mean, when's the last time you can remember Oklahoma being? And and be honest, when's the last time you can remember Oklahoma not having a a winning season and having like a a good amount of wins, like that they weren't a pretty dominant team by schedule by uh, win loss ratio. Yeah, I just that, can't think of it. The, the Big Twelve just doesn't like to play defense. I feel like they just yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. they 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 get all the um, defense optional why. at conference. Yeah, I just they they recruit just like okay, you're pretty good. You're not you're not a top fifty uh, high school player, but you're in the top hundred. You're like number ninety two. We'll take you on your team. <laughs> number I, I feel that's how they recruit. They they give two shits about defense. They feel the defensive side, so they have a defensive side that looks good, but gets torched every week and, you know, have games that average 30-some to 40-some points a game for each team, and it's just kind of – it's cool to a certain extent. It's like you're playing Madden and shit, but at the same point, it's kind of like, God, geez, fucking interception in and out of your hands, like – can't penetrate the offensive line it's just horrible to watch sometimes in regards to that aspect right would you say the the sec was is different though are they more defensive oriented or are they more of a balanced conference they're more balanced they're they've been the best conference in college football for like 15 years right yeah i'm yes very well aware of how good that conference is there there's um there's a lot of really balanced that are capable of lighting up the scoreboard in the SEC, but there's definitely more defense played in the SEC than the Big 12, uh, at least over the last several years. You know? Yeah. See, I just don't see a lot of SEC games, so I, I that that's why I was asking that question because I know you guys, especially with uh, fl- you know, my Florida State fans, you know. No, they're in the <laughs> ACC. Oh, they're in what? The ACC. Oh, the ACC. The, the South has a lot of big kids, big talented kids like big kids that look like they could play in the NFL right now type of kids. And that's who the SEC usually gets the majority of those teams when they're recruiting for defense. So they like to play the more pro style defenses. And those kids are always ready when they go to the NFL. Mm -hmm. Pretty much how it kind of works out. Now I know with the big 10, normally it is more defensive oriented than offensive oriented, except for some co- schools. Some schools are definitely have a, a much better offense and a good defense too. But I feel like the big 10 is more very much more defense. Cause you don't see a, like, you don't see the super high scoring games. You do see high scoring games occasionally, just not as often. Uh, unfortunately the Buckeyes do score a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. And I said that there yeah. are certain colleges. Yeah. And I didn't want to talk about the the Buckeyes, but you know <laughs> he wasn't trying to bring up them by name. <laughs> well, yeah, he was I mean, trying to leave the name out of it. That that's something that I think has been changing a little bit over the last several years too. Like the Big Ten has been getting some, you know, better athletes and everything, but they're also a cold weather conference compared to really all the other big five conferences in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm, so true. that's always, that's always, that's always kind of like the, uh, the, the stereotype, I guess you could say of the big 10 
that they're more defensive minded because they play like into colder weather into, you know, November and everything. And so it gets harder to run some of those like offenses and this and that. But I think a lot of that, I think some of that's changed recently. And, and it's all, it's also become kind of a lazy stereotype too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Agree. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 and I think that, it, I think it's something that's also perpetuated by people who just want to dumb their nose at the big 10. And I'm not trying to, stick up for the big 10 because I really give a shit about the big 10. I, you know, being a fan of a team that's in the conference, I pretty much hate every other team that's in the conference. And I don't go root for the conference in bowl season just because they're playing an sec team. Cause again, I don't give a shit. Um, but it, that's something that I think is, has, has changed. But like the, the traditional thing would be like, Oh yeah, the big 10, that's where they play the, you know, the, the 13 to 10 games all the time. So <laughs> And all they and all they can do is play that, you know, '80s style, you know, run up the middle offense. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like the conference. I don't like. I don't, I'm like you, Pat. I like Florida State. Fuck the rest of the ACC. I, I fuck all of them. So I don't root for them necessarily in bowl season either. I I do think it's funny though because my brother, like, always wants to argue with me. I've been, I don't like any conference, but the SEC has been the best conference in college football this century. And I, he always wants to argue with me and he's like, maybe there's no best conference. I'm like, there has to be a best conference. And it's the, the SEC. I'm like, they've got like nine national titles in this century or however many, nobody's even yeah. close to that. <laughs> so Mm-mm. and he's a big 10, he's a big 10 person. So he's like trying to, convince me that the big 10 is better than the sec and i'm like you're that's not going to happen <laughs> no i i i would have a tendency to disagree yeah i'd have <laughs> they, a they might be the second it. best they the big 10 might be the second best conference they might be so i think it, it in the in this century it would probably be the big 10 or the acc it just depends on like what season but i just think it's funny when he's like oh maybe there isn't a best conference and i'm just like well there has to be oh and it clearly is it's the SEC because they keep winning national titles, and that's what—that's all you really need to base that. <laughs> yeah, no, true. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of a no-brainer, and I, you know, it, it for anybody to kind of argue that towards any other conference within the college football elite uh, demographic is just kind of silly. And, and granted, Alabama's won a lot of those, but Florida won some, LSU won one, Auburn won one. So that it's not just one team either. Like right. it's, it's it's multiple teams have won them. So you can't just be like, well, Alabama won them all. They didn't. I think it's four or five teams from that conference that have won a championship in the, in this century. So you, you can't even just say it's one. He always tries to tell me they're top heavy, and I'm like, most conferences are top heavy. <laughs> so like the best Pretty teams much. are there, and there's shitty teams at the bottom of every conference. So hey, the. The shittiest team in the Big Ten is better than the shittiest team in the SEC. So I guess the Big Ten is better than the SEC. That's the kind of logic he'll spew at me, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's such dumb logic, really. I know it is, but I'm I'm picking my brother's not here to defend himself, but I'm picking on him because I've gotten in that argument with him multiple times. And I'm just like, Ned, this argument's over. I just said, how many national titles do you have? One. Shut up, then. And no, 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 nobody cares if Rutgers is better than Vanderbilt. <laughs> oh, oh my no. God, Rutgers! Oh. No, not at all. 
and, and I don't like Saban. I don't like Alabama. I'm not defending them, but you can't not respect them. The guy wins. He gets the best recruiting class, and they keep fucking winning. So, like, at what point do you – like, it's, the same things happen with everybody with Tom Brady. None of us necessarily like him, but at what point do you have to start saying, all right, this guy's fucking good at what he does, and that's it? <laughs> right. Like, and this is – this was that one. That was like a conversation I had with my dad the first time a couple years ago. I said, I "said Gee, do you have to start kind of thinking that maybe Nick Saban deserves consideration for being the greatest college football coach of all time?" <laughs> and I was like, "You're gonna have all the old school people who are gonna talk about Bear Bryant and you know this guy or that guy and everything." And I'll be like, "Yeah, but isn't it harder to win now for so many reasons?" So it's like you got to take those things into consideration. I think a lot of people want to dismiss that because, and, you know, I found myself doing that too in certain arguments about things like, no, 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 no. the things that were the best one I grew up are the things that are the best. And it's always going to be that way. It's like, well, it's not really always that way. No, so. not all the time. See, my, my aspect on the bowl season is like, I'm a Big Ten guy and an ACC guy, but when it comes to bowl season, I kind of root for the other Big Ten teams just so we have a good bowl season so it makes the conference look better the following year, per se, or it makes the conference look good ending that season and kind of going into the next season, especially if, you know, they lose to shitty teams that are like five and six that don't deserve to be in a bowl game. That's pretty shitty. So you don't want them to lose, except for Ohio State. They can lose all day fucking long every year. I can care less about them. But I just kind of – that's. That's my kind of aspect in regards to that. You know, there are some teams at ACC I can give two shits about too, but you know, it's kind of like more of a conference thing because it kind of helps your conference look better. So if you have a team that's in the top twenty-five, then going into the next season, then it kind of kind of works in your favor per se. It's funny because I I hate the Big Ten, so I root against the Big Ten. That's the conference, the one conference I don't cheer for. I want all of them to lose. <laughs> like my dad, hate, yeah. guy too, my, so. my dad. My dad hates the SEC so much so that if, whenever it's like a Big Ten versus SEC matchup, he'll always be rooting for the Big Ten team. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, Dad, but when Michigan goes to play Florida in the Citrus Bowl, I'm not rooting for fucking Michigan. I said, I'm not rooting for Florida, but I sure as shit am not rooting for Michigan. You I mean, know? that's a drop-a-bomb game, Pat. That's a drop-a-bomb on the stadium game. So, yes, that's, that's, the, that's, the, Darth, that's the Darth Pat special game. And I'm like – Turns, you know, when the way that most college football seasons work out, there's a lot of, of SEC Big Ten teams playing each other in bowl games. Right, but just like most bowl games by default are, are games like that. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a Big Ten team against an SEC team. There's so many teams I just don't like. <laughs> I mean, there I, 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 there's definitely so many teams I don't like either, so. Well, for you, it's more like not like. It's more flipping to the hatred side. Well, whatever. Those teams. Whatever. Once again, me and Joe, me and Joe just, just discussed this about wrestlers the other day. I said, uh, a lot of you guys kind of fall in the middle where you don't like, like and hate so much. I said, me and my friend Jay definitely like and we hate. Like, we hate. We hate wrestlers. Most of you guys don't like so Indifferent. It doesn't go to that hatred stage like it does for like me and jay where we're like fuck this person we don't like this person that's it so yes yes i still think indifference is worse than hatred when it comes to wrestlers but that's another story look at 
Look at this one. She got a haircut, so now she looks like a rat. Oh, Jeez, that's uh, definitely a short haircut. Hence, <laughs> she, she definitely looks like a rat. Fluff ball to rat. She's probably like, hey, everybody, I can see now. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, keep, I, I feel like my dog gets like that. Because times like I, he looks at me and I'm like I can see his one eyeball, but his hair is like I can't see the other one. I'm like, damn, it might be time for a haircut for that poor little dude. When Vader gets, when he, we don't get him. We don't get him cut as short as Muffin. So we, we, we had to do we had to do that a lot with our older dogs. Not not Sherlock who, who passed away two years ago, but the dogs we had before that, like they had, they were like the Yorkies that had like. Like the bangs that would grow in front of their eyes every period, every so often, my mother would be like, "Well, it's not time to groom him yet, but I got to get that hair out of his eyes." Pat, grab a hold of him. I'm gonna trim him. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not so much fun sometimes. Oh no, because they don't <laughs> like that being done. So you got to basically hold their front paws down, <laughs> so they're not like yeah. going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my dog Anakin, he hates that with a passion. Don't just get away from my face. Doesn't matter. You can give him treats all day long, and he'll he'll snag the treats and run from you, or just cover his face up in in the carpet, and so you can't cut his eye, uh, eye hair around his eyes for him. Yeah, but Matt, just getting to that point. When you when you when you were like, it's gonna happen. When you were, I thought you could you could have been referring to baseball too, because I'm afraid of the Astros and the Dead Sox playing in the ALCS. That was that's a nightmare. Uh, those fucking Astros. <laughs> I, no I, I mean i'm not i'm not i'm not paying attention really so much because i'm in my annual pissed off that the yankees failed again uh mood but um i, I don't know we remember us talking last week about tony la Russa and somebody was pointing out i don't remember where it was now was pointing out some comment he made I think after they lost yesterday, which sounded like it just made no sense, but I don't remember where I saw it or or who pointed it out, so I can't like go and find it to. Um, oh, here it was. Um, yeah, this was yesterday's game. Tony Larusa on Michael Kopech. If we had needed him to win the game today, we would have pitched him. I heard that and I lost my fucking mind, Pat. Like you it's guys like were they tied lost yesterday, so why? It made no sense to me. Your you your game is tied four four in the seventh inning, and I was losing my shit when they brought in the other guy. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you do that? And they just gave up fucking five runs, and I was I baffled me. Fucking baffled me. You got a a flamethrower that strikes almost every other batter out. But yet you bring in a left-hander who they're hitting off of. All the left-handers are hitting off left-handers for Houston. Yeah, we give up five runs. What the hell happened to Pat? Is he so distraught by the Yankees game that he's left the he's left the building? <laughs> he said be back in a second. I heard him say that. He had to uh, uh maybe he had to go you know, take check a in. Well, yeah, or he had to check in on his new inquisitors. I don't know. His new uh new batch of inquisitors from the dark side. Who knows? It's all good. You might have to actually make the fart noise and it might apply when he comes and sits back down. <laughs> I, I, I do say this. If the White Sox are not able to come back and beat Houston, I will be rooting for 
San Francisco and Chris Bryant to have a good playoffs because I watched I'm part of that game. Rooting, and I'm already rooting for San Francisco. So <laughs> he, he crushed a home run, and I'm like, fuck. So yeah, there was uh, someone, one of my friends sent me a, a meme that said um, about the ex-Cubs players that were traded this year that are in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Jock Peterson hit a home run. Anthony Rizzo hit a home run. Kyle Schwarber hit a home run. Chris Bryant hit a home run. And I'm like, fuck you. Take your meme and shove it straight up your ass because I don't want to <laughs> see that shit right now. Because yes, I know. I'm fucking paying attention. It's heartbreaking, but it is what it is. Got rolled the punches with that. It's what sports is about, I guess. But basketball and hockey's around the corner, so that's good. <laughs> oh, is that what we're going to be excited about now? Hey, I'm I'm stoked for the Bulls season. I've seen their two playoff game, uh, preseason game. Sorry, I know it's preseason, but they're showing promise. So let's see how how well it goes. Oh, speaking of basketball, so Matt, I, I'm AJ. I didn't know if you saw this, but they have like a 75th anniversary commercial the NBA did, and they left off the Warriors and Michael Jordan. Really? Yeah, there were some people like pissed off, complaining about it. Where, wow. Um, I guess they didn't. They were pissed because like no Jordan, like no Bulls, '90s Bulls, um, and no Warriors. They, nothing with the Warriors, Steph Curry, Jeez. and there's and there were some other players that they left out on some teams, and people are like <laughs> throwing a fit. But they were like, who was it? They had, uh, I think they had something with James Harden and some other people, and it's like, man, why you? What are you guys doing? Let me is, see if I can find the commercial. I'm, 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 I'm working on it. Is there? There is not a bigger piece of shit in all of sports than Kyrie Irving right now. Here we go. I I got it. I got it up. Don't. Okay, go ahead. Go for all it. Right. You got it. I haven't okay. seen the whole thing, so I I was just I was just seeing people. Um, they're supposed to do some like all time seventy fifth anniversary team this year too. Here we go. Yeah. Come on, hop on. Michael B. Jordan. It's the NBA 75th. All right, guys. All right, take Michael B. Jordan. Get ready to take a stroll down memory lane. Don't get left behind. It's all about the brotherhood here. Good morning, neighbor. Top of the morning. But also, (laughs) this is my house. Claim it was rightfully yours. This is my house. Hey, seatbelts on, seatbelts. Up, okay, he's Take notes, kids. Fly is dressed in the NBA. Oh, Around here, it's never too late. Really? What you want to do is get it off your fingertips. From the sky hook. All the way That motherfucker the don't need to be in the commercial. Oh, oh the dollar, big man. Good pass. They don't need to put I mean, Zach Levine's in it, so I'm cool with that, but still. They Zach Levine to... doesn't really need to be in it yet either. Yeah. No. That was an instant classic. This community right here stretches to every corner of the globe. The globe doesn't have corners. You know what I mean. Big up. We've come a long way from the peach basket. Nice. <laughs> My bad. He does not need to be in it either. <laughs> Yo, yeah, throw Zion in it, Robert Ori. Nah. Not again. I, what do you think you Gary going? Payton, I'm cool with. Gary. You can't get by me. They call him the globe. <laughs> <laughs> Even nicknames right. take on a life of their own. No, no, no. Some 
anybody call the doctor? That who I think it is? This league is full of game changers. When it comes to legends, the NBA's got more than its fair share. And I ain't finished yet. That's what I like to hear. Some things are bigger than basketball. That's cool. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yes, absolutely. That's now we've that's seen awesome. kids turn into kings. No. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, he's playing oh, his card. It's so stupid. Doesn't matter who you are, how old you are, or Zach Levine and Benny the Bull. Yeah, that that's your move. Now that's just fun. Right, little Penny. Why I'm turning Nice ride, Zeke. Hello. Oh God. Really, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> I know he's deserving, but come he's on. He's a legend, so he, I, I get it. I'm just yeah, I get it too. Sad. I don't like I don't like Isaiah. Chicago <laughs> no. it's it's 75 seasons in count. Oh, they had Jordan there. No, there's Curry and Steph. Okay. There's yeah, there might there, there might have been a different commercial. There might have been a shorter one. Yeah, they could have hit. Yeah, have yeah this go. is a long one. They could have a shorter one. This might be the, the official official one. Man. This game just but see, that's kind of shitty though. Crazy. Like game don't stop. All right, so now we're going to break yeah, yeah. down this commercial. We're going to break this Please. motherfucker down. <laughs> Did we not? I don't think we saw Tim Duncan, right? No, we didn't see no. Tim Duncan. We didn't see um, David Robinson. There's a lot of people, but there's so many freaking NBA stars and shit like but that. So. That's the thing, though. Where's Tim Duncan instead of Zach Levine or one of those newer guys? Where's Tim yeah. Duncan or where's Kevin Garnett? Those like this one should be paying homage to the past, not guys who are going to be on that commercial 15 or 20 years from now. So my my best guess would be that they didn't agree to participate. I mean, yeah. that they may not have, but yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> scheduling things for that. So no, I, Shaq, that. I mean, to me, Shaq, like, yeah, Buckley, there's some guys that like there was no Shaq in that commercial. Nope. No, uh, Shaq doesn't say. Shaq doesn't say no to anything. <laughs> right. free, free, cheese. Cheese. free cheeseburger. That yeah. sounds good. Free pizza <laughs> for sure. He went, I'm in. He, went and, he went and endorsed a pizza company who That's fired right. founder, who founded who fired their founder and CEO for making racist comments. So it's like <laughs> it's just it's you know, we can pick it apart. I just I to me that should have been all people who are like in the tail end of their career who are, or who are already retired. I feel like putting the new reason there. I mean, Devin Booker doing the thing to Kobe, that's fine. Cause that was a Kobe, but like Carmelo was on there. I don't think Carmelo, like there were guys on there who not even ever played in the finals. <laughs> like <laughs> this, I just, I just, I, I don't like the newbies being mixed in with the old people. I think it should have been all people Really, they should have went and got all people that are going to be on that 75th anniversary team or whatever. Like, well, it, it, yeah, I was going to say, it sounded to me like it, uh, it one of those um, connect, connecting the past to the present. It is. That's what a commercial is. So, so mm. you, so you want, so you want some present stars to be in there uh, in order because, well, shit, I mean, there are guys are going to be actually playing the fucking games. Everybody's going to be tuning in to watch. So, uh, so that's why they want, you know, current players in there, but uh, yeah, I'm one of those nostalgia guys. So it's like, yeah, I would have probably preferred to see more uh, players in the past in it. Tim, 
and of course, and of course, and of course, I'm also a little with the with the Kobe worship. So, Tim Duncan, like, should have been on there though. Like to me, that's the yeah. guy they missed the bust with. Like, if he agreed to not do it, if we find out, that's why. But I mean, I mean that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me at all because he always seems to be the kind of guy who doesn't really. Well, yeah, he's somebody, he's somebody you never really like fully embrace, like you know, like you know, like the superstardom of being a player. Well, well he's he private. He wasn't like he wasn't like the Randy Savage, and I think the spotlight should go on top of me. Right. I mean, <laughs> in, his, in his hall of in his hall of fame speech, he said he was more nervous than there than when he was like making free throws in the NBA final. So, like, but still, he's the glaring miss to me yeah because they could have just put a highlight of him in like they right. did with jordan and uh um staff staff right. so he's the glaring omission to me they're they're i'm they're, sorry if, if if you're gonna put a, a a image of jordan fuck the goddamn free throw slam dunk you you have the <laughs> game winning shot in the yes. face of brian yes. russell <laughs> in game six that's that's what you put on there for jordan fuck no man slam dunk was cool but come on man if you're going to put anything, game winning yeah. shot right there. How many times have we seen highlights? So, let, let, <laughs> how many times have we like seen a highlight of Jordan and like the very first thing that they show in like the highlight reader is that damn dunk? Like almost everybody right, puts that up there. Not to say that it's not <laughs> impressive, just a second. Well, not a lot of people can do it, but <laughs> well, you know. I'm just saying that to me, that kind of always struck me as being like the signature Jordan highlight. So that's the whole yeah. thing. I mean, that's his logo, too, technically speaking. For yes, for his so brand. To me, I, I guess for me though, the signature Jordan highlight was always that one where he was like, he was like going up for the layup and then he did Gatorade. the, whole, the Gatorade know, commercial one against the Lakers. Uh, against the Lakers, yeah. Yeah. The up and under. Yeah, to me that was kind of always the signature Jordan highlight. But yeah, that was pretty. That was super popular. That, that actually, was, that, actually to me, the signature Jordan highlight was when he made the shot in the '82 championship game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's more of a signature highlight if you were actually watching it when it happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just being so in North Carolina shit in there. Yes, exactly. Uh, All right. All so right. I gotta play you guys something because I thinking Uh-oh. about dunks and stuff like that. And let me see if this is oh, the, no. if this is what I want. Is this a dunk? Yeah, that's this is what I want. Okay, good. <laughs> Is this a dunk? Yeah, I gotta see this. Yeah, this is this drives me bananas because at some point in time this this was this became you know because I believe it was um, Dwight Howard that made this kind of dunking per se popular, but so I I need since we are old school basketball mofo's here I need to know what you guys think of. The supposed dunks. Is this a dunk? No. Because all they're doing is throwing it in the hoop. Uh, I mean, it's not, it wasn't playing very fluidly for me. Um, but I'm guessing that's that all right. Dunk. Let me, let me. Was it that they were just, well, no, no, no. Was it just that they were jumping above the rim? Yes. And then just basically throwing it in the hoop. Dunk? Yeah. Because then, no, it's not a dunk. You have to cut the rim to do a dunk. I mean, Dwight Howard, Dwight 
Howard did it one time, really, in the dunk contest. Like, there was really one time where he did it where it was, like, it was, like, obvious. So, but that was also, that dunk contest with Dwight Howard that one year, like, he was, I don't like Dwight Howard. I I can't stand it. But that dunk contest that year, I think he got 50s on every dunk. and, 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 And the dunks were good. Like, that last one. I think the last one he made in that dunk contest was like that one where he mm-hmm. almost didn't really dunk it. But I that's the dunk contest I remember. Mm-hmm. All the I'm I I hate Vince Carter. All these people remember Vince Carter. Fuck Vince Carter. So I don't remember that dunk contest. That seems to be the one everybody else wants to remember. I actually remember Dwight Howard is the yeah. one. Well, the one I really remember is the Dominique Jordan one. Where I'm gonna piss Joe off here because Dominique should have won that dunk contest. <laughs> and I like Jordan. I think Jordan is the greatest dunker of all time. Like I would take Jordan hands mm-hmm. down. But I think Dominique should have won that dunk contest. And I and I, I it's not because I like Dominique. I like Jordan better. That's a completely right. unbiased take on that. If if they were doing that dunk contest anywhere other than Chicago, I think Dominique would have won. So, so there was a little bit of home cooking going on that night. It's okay, but I think there was a little <laughs> bit of home cooking going on that night. When when I think of dunk so, contests, I think of Spud Webb and Cedric Sabalos with the blindfold that he could see through. <laughs> the D Brown oh, dunk too. The D Brown through the hoop. Yeah. So and and the reason I bring that up is because I saw this. It came through, uh, you know, because TikTok now somehow gets feeds on Facebook. I don't know if Facebook bought TikTok or not. I don't know what the hell happened. No, but. it's like I see it's on that that reels under reels yeah. on Facebook. So that popped yeah. up on reels, and I'm watching this. I'm like, that is not a goddamn like he's not even touching the rim. He's no. like a foot and a half away from the rim. Like that can't be considered a dunk. And people are like, oh yeah, that's a dunk. That's the new dunk. I'm like, no, that's not a dunk. Fuck that like, new that's dunk shit. <laughs> Like that's not a th- you guys not touching the rim, and I want to say most of those guys that are doing that probably could, but that is to me it looks like an angry like throw, it, it is or an yeah. angry layup or I, I don't know what you call it, but it sure the hell is not a dunk. A dunk means your hand actually touches like the rim and you throw the ball straight down the hoop, not on an angle to the hoop. T- touch the rim in some manner that I yeah. might give you a that it's a dunk. That's not a dunk, not in my book. Right. Even if it was their fingertips, like I'll give it to them if their fingertips touch the rim, but they're still like, even with their hands extended all the way, it's like they're at least six or more inches. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, What? Sorry. No, I was going to say, oh, this is is a new generation. We're taking back what the dunk means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's just change the meaning of this word so it fits what we want it to be. Pretty much like a lot of other stuff, yeah. But yeah, no, I was laughing. Yeah, it's like I'm all for being, you know, for being progressive and trying to be with times and everything. But it's like, mm, no, there's a certain line I'm not going to cross, and like, I'm not going to acknowledge something like that as a dunk. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, definitely not. Yeah, that's not at all. That is funny though because I've I watch. um, it's on Facebook. I think it's called it's called Baller's Life. Oh yeah, Baller's um, Life. Yeah, Baller's Life. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I like watching that because that's like, that's the one that has the the guy who has like half an arm. Because yes. left his left arm is amputated up to his elbow. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude can ball though. Straight dude can straight ball. 
Um, I like watching those guys because I just like it's funny when they go to all these different courts and people trash talk them because they think they're shit and they got a guy with an amputated arm and they go in there and they just fucking whoop everyone's ass. But it's it's funny. I've seen dunks like that in there too, and the crowd goes wild, and I'm like, hmm, he was angry and he angry tossed the ball by jumping <laughs> over the hoop by a foot. That's not really that impressive. It's well, not a dunk, I, people. I think simple. I think I, I'll, I'll refrain from demeaning anybody, but I think people are easily excited because they themselves cannot do these things. So when they see somebody do something that they're not able to do, it's like, oh my god, it was so awesome! It was the most amazing thing. It's like the kids. It's like a kid when they cross somebody op- up and or go behind the back or they throw it between their legs and then they miss the shot they're like oh man i'm so awesome like no it's not awesome because you didn't make the shot like that the guy shot that matters the ball over the backboard with joe yeah. that know that time they tried to throw the ball off the backboard and threw it over it yeah. like the only thing the dude that matters... couldn't even dunk and he was trying to do something stupid <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that, that matters awesome. is if you finish. If you didn't finish, I don't care how cool it looked. It sucks ass. <laughs> you when when Pat right. when Pat was gone, I did say that Kyrie Irving is the biggest piece of shit in all of sports right now. That guy, like, recruited Kevin Durant to come play there, and now mm-hmm. Kyrie's not going to play because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. What a piece of shit. Yeah, well, uh, speaking of vaccinations, I will be getting vaccinated because I just got word from my work because of the contracts that we work on. I have to. I don't I don't want to say I don't have a choice, but the choice that I have does not leave me with the possibility of retaining my job. So, and I don't make millions of dollars like these guys, so um, I can't really just afford to up and jump <laughs> off my job and, you know, go on hiatus for my principles. Oh. So none of us do, unfortunately. I will be going to get that done, uh, just so I can maintain my job and not have any problems with that. So, uh, do you know which one you're getting? I'm going to get the Johnson and Johnson. Uh, So just the single, okay? Yeah, just if I'm if I'm going to get a shot, I want it once. (laughs) I don't want to have to go back in two weeks and get another one. And I don't have any problem with needles. I just don't need to go get it twice. Like once is good, you know. I'm mean, asking like to put some uh, Johnson and Johnson powder on it afterwards. You know, to make it nice and soothe and soothing for you. <laughs> you it's, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's it's barely a needle. I mean, so that's yeah, it. it wasn't yeah. bad. It definitely was no. like the first time I was like shit in my pants, and then I'm like the second time <laughs> it was like not bad. I was. I I, I I was scared to death. So hey, some people like need don't mind. I don't care about needles. Don't bother me. And some it bothers a lot. Of, I know. Several people, needles scares the shit out of them. So, hey, this is well, what it is. Well, well, for my own personal experience, like way back in the day, so like when I was around. <laughs> Jesus, Pat. <laughs> what did you eat? <laughs> oh, Jerry's going to take this out of control now. I can see it coming. Look at his expression. It was worth it. It was worth it. Just that. <laughs> It was supposed to be when Matt was talking about shitting his pants, but I can't get to it fast enough to yes, do it. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, look at that. Alabama, Alabama just blocked a punt for a touchdown. They'll probably be winning pretty soon. They're still down seven. Anyway, back in back when I was a kid, my mother, you know, my allergies were so bad that my mother had me get 
like allergy shots. So I had to go to like the Same. doctor's office. I had to go to the doctor's office like almost every week to get these shots. The needles yep. were like this fucking long. Yes, they were. You know, and they would jam you. They had a jammy in each arm. So I'd be walking out of the freaking doctor's office holding like my inner arms like this because I'm holding the gauze pads on the spots where, you know, they would stick me and everything. So now I don't, I'm not like afraid of needles. I just hated that experience going through it. So I never would get a flu shot. Then a couple of years ago, my doctor's like, you know, you should really start getting a flu shot because of your other issues. I said, all right, fine. If it's not going to cost me anything. So then like the nurse comes in with the flu shot. She like, you know, swabs it or like, like, so I'm like, I went, wait, that was it. He goes, yeah. <laughs> and I went, but that's all a flu shot is now? She goes, yeah. It was like... Pretty much. I don't know. I just was like... So... I yeah, mean, needles like this long. We, yeah. Nothing crazy. The reason I, I never got a flu shot was because I just didn't want them sticking me with like, you know, the 10-inch long needle. And it was like, no, that's not the way it is anymore. So it's like, oh, no, fuck it. I guess I'll get a flu shot from now on. We had this... Uh, the needle was like this... that? 10 inches? Like, Jesus. <laughs> when, you're, had... when, you're, when you're a kid... <laughs> When, when you're a kid uh, of like eight, nine, or ten years old, you know everything seems you know you exaggerate everything. Like that. <laughs> but, but when you're like five or six, getting needles stuck in your arm, and you look at yeah. it, you're like, "What the fuck is that thing you're about to put in me?" Yeah. Oh my god, Texas A and M took the Texas A and M took the uh, ensuing kickoff back for a touchdown, so it's they're back up two touchdowns again. <laughs> Still a lot of time left. There was a there was a, a guy. That came in the store with his with his girlfriend today, and I could tell he was a douchebag as soon as he walked in. Yeah, I love those people. And he was like, they were looking around, and then their the 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 twat was like, oh, <laughs> he was a douchebag. <laughs> he he said, you said the twat was like, oh. Because he said the T word and you hit it for right when he said that. So, oh, that's like, awesome. She was like, Are your are the shoes buy one, get one half off? I'm like, no, the shoes aren't buy one, get one half off right now. So she looked at her boyfriend and she's like, All right, we're gonna go to shoe carnival. And no, I wanted to be like, bitch, there's not even a shoe carnival in here. So good luck finding that. But I didn't say anything because she was not nice. They were not nice. I could tell they were mad walking out the door. And all I did was say, man, the shoes aren't buy one, get one half off. I'm not going to make them buy one, get one half off just for you. So they <laughs> left. And then about 10 minutes later, they came back in. And I'm like, oh, this would be interesting. And the, the douchebag's like, did you guys find a wallet or a phone? I'm like, no. So he's looking everywhere. For the for the wallet and the phone, and he was I could tell he was pissed, and he kind of got snarky with me. I don't remember what he said on his way out. I'm like, sir, if we would have found it, it would be in the safe, or it'd be up here. He came back in two more times, looking each time still, and like the last time he was in there, I'm like, sir, everywhere that you and her were, we've looked. And his like when he left, he made some snarky comment about nobody's honest anymore because nobody makes any money. So I'm like, are you trying to insinuate like we stole your wallet, asshole? <laughs> Just a, four times. I'm like, it's not here. I'm sure the girlfriend, I'm sure he drilled her. He, I, I imagine that fight in the parking lot was entertainment. So, <laughs> you know what? I, I, well, not, 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 not if he actually hit her. 
no, no, not for that. Not, not in that aspect. No. Um, speaking of work, I've been dealing with Canadians. Sorry, Canada, but you, uh, some of you Canadians, uh, need to learn how to not write an email or speak to somebody on the phone, half English, half French, because I have no idea uh, what the fuck you're saying. What the fuck are you trying to ask me any questions? I, I was, I was losing it. I like, I was, they were driving me crazy. I was getting emails and I'm like, I have no idea what he's trying to tell me. <laughs> my co one of my friends at work, he was like, watch well, use Google translate for the French words. And I'm like, Dude, I did for shits and giggles, and the email still makes no sense. It's like I'm talking to somebody who's hooked on phonics or something. I don't know. It just it just made no sense. Like the 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 words, the the sentences, nothing. I call this guy. How he types his emails is how he talks to you on the phone. Adam is like, oh my god, I don't like. I kind of knew what he wanted, or he was trying to insinuate, and I kept telling him no. He's like, and he just kept going in and like same shit over and over again and for some reason <laughs> like douchebag popped in my head and i'm like oh man i can't take this anymore and then um i got a alert for a wrestling alert and i'm like i wonder if we can make t-shirts that say douchebag city can we do that <laughs> that would be fucking awesome and on the back douchebag city toronto canada douchebag city seattle washington i don't know <laughs> some of the some of the places where Cleveland, Ohio. This. Yes, we um, can do that. This is a special I, service I, announcement I, I, saying that the views of Joe and comments by Joe do not reflect the entire team here at Four Guys Roundtable Show. Uh, <laughs> to uh, our couple Canadian this. listeners, we're sorry. Hey. Listen, uh, I'll, I'll I was get, in I'll Toronto. I love Toronto, but Jesus, somebody stop, learn, Scott. Not uh, everyone can speak French. The stereotypical. Uh, Canadians are douchebags uh, thing usually applies to, uh, you know, Quebecois people, you know, so because uh, they're the French Canadians. So trust me, as somebody of French descent, I uh, well familiar with all those, you know, like, you know, this the snooty French stereotypes and everything. So and I have heard that from a lot of different I've, I've heard it on uh, movies that I not movies like documentaries I've watched I've, I've heard it in interviews uh that there is a certain group of people in canada mostly the french canadians that are yeah. a little uh snooty um you know high on themselves kind of kind of thing and it, and it and it's i've heard it from people that are canadian and other people like i like and that i think jericho and not kind of trying to throw him under a bus but i'm pretty sure i heard jericho say that <laughs> yeah yeah i think yeah <laughs> Jericho's was is originally from Winnipeg, so yeah. you know, he's Canadian. Outside, but outside that, you know, aspect of it. So, and I mean, <laughs> if we're going to we're going to bring wrestlers into kind of to kind of like like prove this stereotype, Renew thing. it, Renew it. Re <laughs> Boy, uh, I can't even say. I feel like I was speaking Renee to the Dupree. <laughs> yeah, Jacques Rougeau brothers. Uh, but Jacques Rougeau would be Jacques Rougeau. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he's he would probably be the uh, stereotype because he like whereas like his brother Ramon seemed to be pretty well like it seemed like a like Jacques rubbed a lot of people the wrong way without like trying to um yeah. he, he had a reputation where like people just didn't like his attitude and stuff like that 
in the wrestling business, it also probably came to the fact that his father was a promoter. And so, you know, they had, you had a lot of those like promoters kids who had, you know, were like uh, looked down on by the other talent. Jeff Jarrett's a prime example of that. Um, you know, feeling like they, they didn't maybe necessarily earn their way, you know, just because, oh, their father was, was this, that, the other thing. But yeah, Jacques Rougeau would be like the, uh, the wrestling equivalent of like, you know, why people don't, like why there's like that stereotype against, uh, you know, people that, from Quebec. They, he popped in my head too. I felt like I was talking to him. And I think to myself, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to save you money, bro. I've tried what? to save you money. And he was talking to me like we were at a flea market. And he came to my stand and he was trying to buy, I don't know, T-shirts. And I had T-shirts two for 10. He's like, well, I think I'll give better order because of these type of colors aren't as popular. You should give them to me for two for six. Like he was like negotiating <laughs> prices with me. Like we're at a flea market. And I'm just like, what? 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 Dude, you're paying a thousand dollars for this. You're paying $150 from a month for this. You're only going to get paid. We're only charging you 50 and you only have to pay 500 and there's other stuff, but I was like, I'm saving you money. And I'm like, why are you, why are you like trying to negotiate with me? Like we're at a flea market. That's what I kept just thinking. Yeah. Um, so, so he, so he was talking to you like, like he was Jacques Rougeau. So um, when you told him that he was two for 10, <laughs> did he go like two for 10? Do you realize who I am? I am the Mountie. <laughs> you will give them to me two for five. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, it was just oof. Brutal. Was, I'm sorry, Canada. I, I love Canada in general. I've been to Toronto. I love Toronto, but goddamn, your French Canadians were driving me crazy this past week and a half. I'm just saying. I was like, Whoa. yeah, oy, oy, oy. that's. Yep, I'm glad I don't have to deal with people <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> yeah, it's just <clears throat> since I switched positions, it's just on a different level. But I yeah, mean, it's less stressful. But it's just, oh God, people. I'm trying to save you some moolah. I'm trying to save you money. Yeah, Please. the only time it's a good deal is when it's the deal that they've made. Oh, that is a good deal. Yeah. The one they have in their brain that they want to keep and try to force it on you, which is not going to happen. Yes. And I'll, I'll say, and I want to go back to, to AJ's uh, thing with the with the customers. You know, one thing, I, I do miss customer service sometimes because I, I, I love the stories that you get to tell. Like those are the funnest part, uh, like some of the funnest things with uh, being in retail and customer service is some of the just idiotic people uh, that go into stores and like have expectations that are beyond reasonable and act like it's the the retailer's fault that it's not available or they don't have this or, you know, it's priced this high. Like the retailer has any control over how much stock, like the individual store, like they have any um, control over how much stock they're going to get the price setting or any of that stuff. <laughs> like, that, why that, is this so expensive? <laughs> well, that's what the shoe manufacturer wants to sell it for. <laughs> yeah. There, there, the girl I was working with today, she, uh, she used to work at like one of the dollar stores and she was telling me this yesterday and I'm like, filed this one away. Cause I'm going to use this one one day. She said she hasn't done it at famous footwear, but she said when she used to work at the dollar store, she said that this person came in like, three minutes before they closed one time and they were being asshole about it. And she said, she was like, where do you work? What time do you close? I'm going to come there three minutes before you get off and see how you like it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Ouch. I'm like, 
if the situation ever presents itself where I can use that and get away with it, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, one, one thing that I quickly learned when I started working retail, you know, 20 years ago, the, the whole adage about the customer is always right. Is <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the customer sometimes. is not the, sometimes. The customer, half the time. Half the time. The, the customer is usually never right. And I have plenty of customer experiences. I mean, there was one time where I was trying to explain the difference to a, to a customer between a flat panel and a flat screen monitor. He thought flat screen meant, you know, the monitors that are this thick. Which is not true. That's a that's a flat panel monitor, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but he almost lost it on me when I explained to him that the monitor we had on sale for a hundred dollars after rebate that week was a flat screen monitor, so it still had the huge ass panel in the back. You know, that was mm -hmm. that that was one I always remember. But there was one that was this hysterical now, and this was this was really a failure of the way we did our advertising at Circuit City, but. And, and every week's ad, you know, there'd be however many items, right? Anything that wasn't a CD, DVD, or video game, we more or less had a certain control over the inventory because, like, the stuff had to come to our distribution center first. And, like, they would know what was going to be in the ad for that week. So, you know, they would make sure that on the last truck before the ad that we got what they expected would be enough for, this, for the ad week and everything. We had no such inventory control over CDs, DVDs, and video games, but we would still advertise them. And there was this one, there was this one Pokemon Game Boy game that was in the ad almost every week. It wasn't that it was on sale. It's just it was always in the ad. Um, and it, 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 we, we would always run out of them pretty quickly. Shh, they're we giggling in the back. To... I don't know what's going on, but there's giggling in the back. I think he's tickling yeah. her. <laughs> See, this is the time we need the porn music <laughs> to hit. Oh, chica, wow, wow, yeah, baby, right there, tickle me, right there. <laughs> That's disgusting. So, so anyway, there, there was this one Sunday because Sunday was the first. That's day not what she said. <laughs> What? Where <laughs> once again, we're once again, we we this this one guy came in looking for this oh, game. Yeah. And we once again didn't have the game. What was I doing? Sorry. You were having the sexy time. I was using, <laughs> a, I was using the restroom, but that could be the sexy time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we, we heard so her right, giggle, so that we just kind of ran with the. She just <laughs> said with you guys are rest. being funny. She said it's you guys are it's funny tonight. She said she was. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. So, so, so when we, uh, so, so like we, you know, whoever oh. it was, the guy that you know, sorry, we are we're, we're out of stock again. You know, we don't have it. He almost lost it. Like he was. Like he just like, this is the third or fourth time, or is it? I've come in and you haven't had this game. And he like goes up to the front desk and he gets the same story from the person at the front desk. And he's like, you know, finally just like like wipes his hands on the desk and stormed out. And I was like working in the CD section that morning, and I was just like, when I was like watching him go, I just like, I had to turn around and it goes because I was gonna start bursting out laughing because it's like he was at he was I, at I, upset I, about a game that wasn't even on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fucking Pokemon game, but. Yeah, you know, I, I I found it funny 
because of how angry he got and also because it was like I, I knew the circumstance and that's the kind of circumstance that you can explain to a customer until they're until you're blue in the face and until they're you know red in the face from getting angry and everything but he's never going to fucking believe you you know and it's yeah. like you know you tell him the truth but he's not going to believe you so um I, ju I just always found that hilarious because it was like yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. It does kind of suck that we put this thing in the advertisement and then we don't have enough, you know, for it. But it's like, that's life. <laughs> so since we're talking some retail stories, I I, I have two. And and AJ will, will remember these folks because he probably still gets these folks where he's currently working. But when I worked at Champs, my favorite customer to deal with was the person that wanted – money off because there was a possible scuff on the sneaker yes <laughs> dude there's a scuff right here you got to give me like 10 bucks off man you got to give me like at least 10 bucks you know i'm like at least 10 I'm, bucks. I'm usually like i'm gonna go try to get this off yeah something and then you're not getting a discount and then yeah. they'll they'll still be like well can i get a discount still no i got the mark off so no <laughs> And that happened so many times to be like, and it was, it was 90% of the people that did this were the people that were getting air force ones, or as they like to call them uptowns, you know, give me a pair of them yeah. uptowns. <laughs> what was this? I had to ask some uptown funk. <laughs> yeah, really. And they'd be like, but there's a scuff right there. I'm like, okay, give me one minute. I got cleaner. No problem. I'll take that right out. Get it out. Oh man. So thankful. But there was always the person like AJ just said, but man, yeah, I don't trust that it's going to stay out. Like, what? You don't trust like, you're gonna say out, motherfucker. Like that stuff's gonna re, like this stuff's gonna reappear. Yeah, it's fucking self regenerating. <laughs> like, hmm, okay, sure. And then it was the other people that were buying the uh, the Tims, like the Tims, because they'd always get the 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 suede Tims. Like they scuffed so freaking easily, um, and they'd always want money off of those. And I'd be like, just a sec, I've got another size ten in the back. I'll grab that one for you because I'm not about to give you $10 off on a $150 pair of boots. All right. You want to spend $150? That's on your fucking dollar, man. I'm you, not giving you, you 10 make bucks it, off. You make that comment about getting the scuff out and it reappearing for whatever reason. <laughs> um, this just pops in my head. I don't know why. But it's like, yeah, you used hot water and the scuff went away. This isn't a fucking hyper color goddamn sneaker where you. <laughs> Your body heat changes the color of your T-shirt. Like, dude, just <laughs> shut up. It's a goddamn shit. I don't know why that popped in my head, but it did. It was kind of funny. But there was a, uh, I had this incident. I don't want to sense an incident. It was an interesting encounter with a with a two gentlemen. So I was helping these two gentlemen with with you know their shoes and that, and I walked back in the back. You know, grabbed their pair of shoes, came back, and the the one guy looks at me. He goes, "He's like, you got nice calves." I was like, hmm, that's an interesting comment to make to somebody. Sweet, to Mike Dawson was shopping in your store. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk, you know, walked away, helped some other people, came back. He's like, and then he asked me, he's like, how, you know, how did you get such nice calves? I was like, okay. I was like, well, we, we have to climb a lot of ladders here. So, you know, I'm constantly up and down the ladders. He's like, ah, oh. he's like, okay, thank you. I was like, Okay. <laughs> like, I'm stairs, I mean, bro. I, That's how you get good calf muscles. I, I don't know. That's just. I mean, oof. I understood that he was gay by the com by the first comment he made, 
and that is probably the gentleman that he was with was gay. But I was just like, that's just an interesting way to approach somebody. Um, that was his pickup line. <laughs> yeah. It's like at that point, then it becomes like the that scene in uh in the first Austin Powers movie where Doctor Evil's recounting his uh his childhood in front of the uh you know the support group and Carrie Fisher is the counselor just person. You know, we need to stop. Yeah. That's the, the that, that that that's the moment right there where it's like, okay, this isn't going anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite customer is the one that comes in on Christmas Eve and doesn't understand why you don't have their size. That's that's the worst customer <laughs> to shoot for. It does not get any worse than the two the day or two before Christmas. Why don't you have my size? Where were you ten days ago, fucker? Yeah, like, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I go into store. Now, I don't ever complain to anybody, but like I'll go into a store and I don't try not to go on Christmas Eve shopping because like that is right. like the dumbest time to go shopping right. and try and find your mm-hmm. kids toys. But I've done it because like, you know, maybe my wife or some, you know, somebody's like, we, you know, we just like, oh, my God, we got to get this gift we run out. And then I think in the back of my mind as a, or I'm mumbling to myself, like, God damn it. I can't believe I don't have this goddamn toy, you know, but I'm not going to go walk up to somebody there and be like, why the hell don't you fucking have this toy? You should have this toy. It's fucking Christmas Eve. Like, no shit. They don't have the toy. That's why I'm mumbling to myself and cursing at myself, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) But, and I get the, I get the ladies sometimes that are like, did you take my coupon off? And I'll be like, do you want to come around to the counter and do my job for me? I know what I'm doing. Would you like to come around here? I, I, I'll pay you to do my job. So like, don't, don't, don't tempt them. A lot, of, a lot of the coupons at Famous Footwear nowadays at any place, they're on your phone or whatever. Yes. And the way our system is set up, we do everything and then scan their coupon last. They jam those motherfucking phones like, I'm like, yes, I can see that you have a coupon. I will get to it when I get a chance. And they jam it back up in there. And I'm like, I mean, because of the protective screen now, it doesn't happen as much. But before that, they'd be jamming that phone. Like, I'm like, like up in your nose. It. I see it. That's so fucking annoying. It's there. I can see it out of the perif- my peripheral vision. I know it's there. Did you get my coupon yet? No. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so annoying. I mean, and I used the coupon today. We were getting uh, Halloween costumes for the kids. Um, Lucas is going to be a – he's going to be a gladiator. I'm very stoked about oh, that. He's super excited about good. his costume. And Sweet. Abby's going to be like Little Red Riding Hood. Very age-appropriate Little Red Riding Hood, you know, not – you know. Okay. Because all the pictures that you see are like the freaking <laughs> hooker Little Red Riding Hoods. And I'm like, God, I'm like Jer- – Jer- Jeremy. I don't think any of us assumed your 10-year-old daughter was going to be going as sexy red riding hood. I know, but I have to put it out there because you just know some of the, you just never know. Some of these people might be like, I can't believe you let your red riding hood costume. But anyways, um so, and we have one of those make coupons. Sure you, make sure you teach Lucas to say, Are you not entertained? <laughs> but <laughs> but uh you know, we have oh, those coupons man. and I stand and I, and I know I got to show the person the coupon. Like, I know I have to do that because if they don't, you know, but I always wait for them to either say, Hey, do you have any coupons or be like ready to like hit the total button? 
And then I'm like, okay, I have the coupon and I turn it like this. I don't go like this so they can see it. All I got to do is turn my phone. Hey, look at, they can see your phone. It's a big enough fucking screen anymore. The screens are huge on phones now. It's not like it's a fucking, you know, 1996 phone and the screen's, you know, the size of, you know, an inch and a half long big. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's so yeah, funny. Yeah. Like the way people oh, are. Yes. The Zach Morris cell phone. <laughs> the Zach Morris oh, cell phone. Jesus. Phone. Like, like this. <laughs> um, but no, it's funny. You, you work in customer service long enough, especially like phone service, phone customer service. That Those are the fun. Those are the really funny ones because I've, I was told so many times, even after I started talking like excited to talk to people and like tried to, you know, and sometimes pretended to be excited. Sometimes I was. Um, sir. You really need to know, learn how to do customer service because you are just not very polite and you're not very helpful. And it's like, huh? <laughs> like, am I not helpful because I didn't give you what you want because I can't make that happen because I'm not the insurance yep. company that makes the rules and regulations or I'm not the government that like, I don't understand where this, <laughs> how you're saying I'm not being helpful to you and how I'm not being polite, you know, how I'm not being yeah. respectful. Like I had one lady, she's like, don't call me ma'am. I'm like, okay, miss <laughs> you're being condescending. I'm like, how would you, like, what do you want me to, to call you? Yeah, well, how would you like me to address you? You should I be like, hey, listen, bitch. Um, hey, uh, <laughs> like, how am I hey, supposed to? Hag, uh, broad, you you do what they said back in the say, hey, broad. Yeah, it's like broad over here. Those, those that was the funniest one is the person that's like you're trying to be polite to them and call them ma'am or miss or missus, you know, whatever, and they're like, don't you condescend me with that talk? I'm like, <laughs> what? Fucking polite I, right now. It's, because of the because of the way I am and my demeanor, sometimes they'll be they'll, I'll have people be like, "Yeah, you weren't very helpful," and I just walk away and say, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> you're you're not a very cheery person. Yeah, okay, you got me. Sorry. <laughs> go find go go talk yeah, to the other person here. You got me. My secret's out of the bag. I don't smile. Sorry. <laughs> Let me uh, walk around. Let me rock around with bells on my shoes and yes. pretend to, to and smile and jump like joy. They they tried bells. like they tried like probably early in my famous footwear career. I think a couple people were like, "Man, can you smile? Can you just not look so pissed off all the time?" And I think they all everybody's gotten to a point where they just know how what they're getting with me and they've given up because they know it's not happening. <laughs> so. And you they, need to they, smile. You need to smile, and you need to have at least fifteen pieces of flair on at all times. So, like, they, <laughs> they can't like, and and I'm not going to go into specifics, but we have like people have to sign up for reward cards, and and I have one of the best rewards cards percentages in the whole district. And if you would have told me five years ago, I don't think anybody would believe it. And I'm one of the best rewards people in the district, and I I don't smile, and I I don't do all the things that everybody else does. My friend Bart told me once, I think the people feel like you're putting a gun to their head and they just, they don't want to say no to you. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Whatever I'm doing is working. So people have said that to me. I can't do what you do. I don't know what, what it is, Matt. I think they just, they're scared of you. I'm like, I, whatever works, works for me. They're signing up and I'm better doing better than anybody else here. So 
So, uh, so what happens if Matt's face, if he cracks a smile, uh, this is what happens. <laughs> when he said it's when he said it's like you're putting a gun to somebody's hand you're putting a gun to somebody's head you should have like you know you should have like done the whole you pretend like your hand was a gun thing and held your hand your hand you're like what are you trying to say man <laughs> <laughs> oh my god just, just just two real quick things kind of going back to what you guys have said previously one of the funniest stories i ever heard of a retail was a guy i worked for in suncoast video told me and another one of my Sunny or somebody else no nah, this is uh this was uh wayne you know the guy you called Mick bully yeah yeah um, he said he was working christmas eve one year uh and this guy came in like late in the day like four or five o'clock you know when like stores normally close about six o'clock on christmas eve uh looking for a movie don't remember what the movie it was but they didn't have it it was out of stock at the time and then the guy like flipped it, flipped out, lost his shit. It was the one thing my wife wanted more than anything else this year. Why the fuck did you wait until Christmas Eve to go look for it? <laughs> I know, right? Like, like this was like for like pre like Amazon days and stuff like that. That's how long ago this was. But so if it was the one thing that your wife wanted more than anything else, why the fuck did you wait until fucking Christmas Eve to go look for it, you dumb bitch? Well, apparently the guy was got so pissed off about it and was just like so angry. They eventually had to call security to get him the, to throw him out. So that was pretty fun. Um, but Jeremy talking about like uh, what people want to be called. So doing customer service over the phone for damn near seven years for T-Mobile. <laughs> there was one. Hmm. It was small, but there was this one small, fascinating subset of customers who get very angry if you do not know that they were a doctor. Oh, yes. Oh, I love God. those people. Yeah. Yes. The doctors. So I like, a doctor. <laughs> I, I would never presume to just start calling somebody by their first name. I would call them Mr. Or Mrs. or, you know, Miss, whatever their last name was. There were a couple times where I would say Mr. or whatever, and then it would be like, uh, uh, doctor, please. Oh yeah, I got some of that too, Pat. Yeah, that fucking drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah, 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 you you know what I'm talking about because you work for a team too. There were some people. Remember the special instructions that would pop up when it, when accounts popped up. Oh yes, yes. There were several that I found over the years where it would pop up and it, like they would say, "Please call customer doctor whatever the fuck their last name was." So if I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So if I ever, so if I ever got somebody who like it didn't say that, and I called them Mister, Miss, whatever, and they were like, "Oh no, it's Doctor," blah blah blah. I'd be like, click the special instruction screen. Please refer to customer as. So I like added in for the next person and everything. But it's like, you're a doctor. Great, good for you. How the fuck was I supposed to know? Yeah, like if nowhere on your cows say doctor, your name doesn't show up as Dr. James Williams. I don't fucking know. I, I got I that more your, from like the West Coast people. Fucking biography when your account pops up, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Pat, I got I got most most of that on the uh the the overnight shift that I had worked at T Mobile and one of the late second shifts when the, all yeah. the West Coast people started like calling in uh, like mm. issues with their Blackberries. I am doctor, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, 
Mr. Stick up your ass. I'm going to call you Dr. Williams now. I was just Jesus fucking Christ. It was, it was ridiculous. I remember one time I missed, a, I missed one of those special instructions and I called a guy by his first name and he goes, excuse me. I was like, yes. How old are you? And I don't remember how old I was when I was working there. Early 30s, maybe. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I said my name. I said, I said how old I was. He goes, who the fuck taught you manners like that? You do not address anybody by their first name. You address wait, wait, me wait, by wait, Mr. Wait. Whatever. He, he swore at you? Oh, yeah. That's good manners. Did you give him the start give going on the script? Yo, yeah. Once he was on shutting up. I, I uh, <laughs> semi-interrupted him at the end of his little thing, and I, I read him the script, and he was kind of taken back by that. And I was like, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, my apologies. I said, but we try to have a friendly atmosphere here at T-Mobile Technical Sport, and I'm just trying to help you with your, your issues, with whatever you're calling in today about. And I was like, just being super nice to him. And he's like, just from now on, address me by Mr. Whatever his last name is. Like, I was like, well, Mr. Da-da-da. I will do so just for you. And I was like, so what can I help you out with today? What's uh, what seems to be the technical issue you're having? <laughs> and I was just laying out super thick with the fucking super niceness. He fucking hated it. But he's on the phone <laughs> only for like six minutes and the shit was done. And I was like, bye-bye. See you later. I just, oh, I just, I just hated that. Just drove me crazy. Yes, but, there is, there is a group of people uh, and from everywhere that thinks they're entitled and entitlement it, it like i i just Different don't levels get of entitlement it. but still. yeah i just don't get it so thinking of people who get their feelings hurt joe i joe did you get to watch the dave Chappelle special i did so i when did i watch yeah i watched it oh wait when did i watched it yeah i watched it yesterday so joe and i i i told joe I enjoyed it. it yes so did i we decided to watch the Dave Chappelle uh, special because the latest Dave Chappelle special called Closer on Netflix was released and got um, requested to be removed by the um, the very long acronym group. I'm not even trying to do it because I always mess up the letters um, because he made a transgender joke. So I had to watch it because I'm like, okay, I got to see how bad this joke is and see if it's really, really that bad that the people are the, the the transgender community is in a huge uproar about this. Like, I got to hear this. So I watched it. They've been on his case for years, though. But yeah, yes, they have. So I'm watching this special and I'm just like, okay, where is it? Where is it? It's almost all the way at the end uh-huh. of the special. And it's one joke. Okay. And I'm not going to do the joke because I'm not here. You know, we're not going to offend anybody because it's not necessary. But I'll tell you this. The joke, if you understand that he's a comedian, you understand that it's a joke. He also then goes in to talk about one of the best friends that he had who was a transgender and laughed at all his transgender jokes because she knew it was a joke and he is a comedian. The other girl, the uh, transgender from San Francisco. Yeah, and needless to say, when she went on to defend him, I don't think it was about this particular joke. It was about uh, other jokes that he had. It was one of his previous specials. Right. I think a couple months later, 
after that, then she com- she committed suicide. Yeah. I think it was a couple months after that she committed suicide. So, so he got he, because she he started getting bashed. backlash for yeah. uh, defending him. Yeah. I was so like, they, this is crazy. Yeah. So he got he his special, they didn't like it for his jokes that he did. And then he was getting tore up on Twitter. And then she defended him on Twitter. <clears throat> and then um she got tore up on Twitter by her own. He calls them well, community, he likes to call them tribes. That's his his thing, mm-hmm. which I get. So um, I think it was three days after that mm. is when she committed suicide. So, you know, it's just uh, cancel culture. You know, I mean, here's the thing. I, I enjoyed everything that Dave Chappelle does. I enjoy. And it's kind of funny where like he does his specials and he, he gets parts where he's serious. But mm-hmm. when he's serious about stuff, he makes a joke at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like. The joke he made at the end he's like she would she would she would appreciate this joke and then you know the joke about you know when his um I when he meets the daughter yeah yeah you know she she would have she would have laughed at that too you know what i mean so it's just it's just in context i just yeah. it's just just that's a whole different topic but it's it's just unfortunate in, in regards to it it's a cool it's a good special guys watch it it's funny as shit no, you yeah, know, watch serious it. talk and they take some jabs at people and does, you know, does other stuff, you know, it's funny as shit. Yeah. But um, if you yeah, like Dave Chappelle, you'll like it. It's, it's just one of those things. It, it's, it's just sad that, you know, a comedian can't be a comedian these days. It's hard. Like, it would be hard to be a comedian because that's your job and, is making fun of people. And so many people just like, just want to hop, hop on the, 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 the Twitter train. And just keep riding it and just keep bashing along. And, and it's and funny because it's, it's unfortunate. As I'm watching that special, there was two women in the crowd. And when he made that joke, he they were showing the crowd at that, like shortly after that. And these two women were sitting there like this. Oh, was it the two? I'm going to say it. <laughs> they were mother and daughter, right? Oh, yeah, tell. definitely. Mother and daughter. And they were. The mother had like the spiky blonde hair. Is that the ones you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, kind of whitish, like hair, yeah. like spiked yeah. or af- kind of afroed <laughs> something. It was the, the funny, terrible. The hair. funny thing about that is, is every time he made, it seemed like every time he would make certain jokes, the camera always pans right by those two, and the daughter would laugh at a lot of stuff, and the mom was laughing at stuff, but some stuff she was like, yeah, like serious face, <laughs> like. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm ashamed but, of you right now, Mr. Chappelle. But this like, is it was like she wanted to yell at her for shit. That's like, but oh I mean, if God, you're going you to see a Dave Chappelle, I like, yeah, she paid money to go there with her daughter. So yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you know Chappelle, you know what you're gonna get from him, so you shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and, and when you say that, you you shouldn't be surprised. Is this is a guy on the very first episode of the Dave Chappelle show, he does the black white supremacist uh black white supremacist. What the fuck do you think you're going to get from him at a live show where he can be completely uncensored? <laughs> I know. So it was, like that I was, said, anybody who it's good is a Dave Chappelle fan, just watch it, enjoy it, get some good laughs out of it, and make your own conclusion about if was that joke really that bad or was it just a joke? My opinion, it was just a joke, and nobody should take offense to a joke. And if you do, turn off the TV. 
You don't have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. It's, this, this is one of those areas where, you know, I'm like of two minds about the, the situation in the sense that I think it's dangerous to start saying you can or can't joke about this or that. I think that when you try to censor comedy, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're possibly taking it a step too far. You're now, on the other at that point. Yeah. Now on the other hand, I look at it also like this. I am a straight white male. Mm-hmm. I'm very much not in any group that's going to take offense to you know these kinds of jokes. True. So I don't have the perspective that somebody in the LGBTQ community would to like really be able to know or say, you know, this is offensive to me. Like the like this kind of joke makes me feel marginalized as a person. Again, that kind of thing. Like I don't have that perspective, and I never can. You know, so that's why it's like if somebody who's in one of those groups says they do like i'm just gonna go all right you know i'll i'll do better like i'm not gonna find that funny or i'm not gonna find or like i'm not gonna try to to defend that or whatever now i haven't seen the special so Mm -hmm. i've heard about i've heard about the controversy surrounding it of course um but i haven't seen you know the the special itself but it's just you know like (sighs) There, there's certain things where I feel like some people, though, they, they dig their heels in a little too far, you know, in defending mm-hmm. something like, um, you know, the one high school close to Jeremy and I here, Wilson uh, High School. Uh, they were going to change the school nickname from Warriors to something else. And they went and they got this huge petition and presented it to the school board and the school board said, OK, we're not going to change the, the the nickname. But now there is talk about changing like the mascot which is like you know a native american guy in a headdress and everything and it's like you know okay you can keep the name warrior i said i think it is time to probably de-emphasize like the native american imagery because while it's not racist i think it's also not really in good taste and you know and and and, like I, i just don't think anybody should be necessarily using like you know native american imagery for 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 sports mascots and everything but it's like i'm sure there's gonna be I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are still going to say, no, we can't change the mascot for this reason or that reason. And my question to them really then is just, is this the hill you want to die on? You know, like, is this the cause for you? That's so important that you're going to drop everything in your life to defend it. It's there's like, definitely a better hill to die on and is not one on that. Right. Yeah, I can think of many hills that would be awesome yeah. to die on. That's, most of which yeah, I can't that's, talk that's, about. Well, well, well that's basically, but that's basically my point. It's like, I, I just think it's like, you know, I think it's a little perspective is is important to things of, of that sort too. So it's like no, if it a is. comedian so it, just like if a comedian gets told that there's like one joke in their act that is bothering enough of a certain subsection of people. Then I think that comedian might also behoove that comedian to just say, "All right, maybe I shouldn't tell that joke. Then. I got plenty of others." So, again, it's a two-way street. It's something that I think deserves to be talked about. You know, 
I, mm-hmm. I despise the term cancel culture for many reasons, which I'm not, again, I don't really want to get into because again, we'll, we'll, we'll be making too many inroads into a political discussion then, and I don't want yes. to do that. Yep. Um, but again, it's just something where I think talking about it is also probably better than, than not talk, than, than not talking about it. And at the same time, I think it's like, like, like honestly talking about it, not just saying like, yes. oh, I don't want to hear what you have to say and, and that kind of thing. Or bashing, which people just tend to do because no one wants to have a civilized conversation these days about anything. Yes. Right. And that's where, unfortunately, I think the internet and social media, much more so than just specifically the internet, um, that really ruined social media, but yeah, I, I really ruined the, uh, the discourse and, uh, in the world well in the world yeah not just the country but but the whole world so all right now wrestling i watched the, the thing that is called nxc 2.0 baby oh yeah i was on the wrestling train and i gotta say it wasn't very good it's it wasn't not. very good at all so you watched uh nxt color rush yes i did that is a very, very it's it's like they're trying to appease every person under the spectrum of possibilities with their fancy color color logo. It's it's terrible. It's like the rainbow threw up all over it. I'm like, what the hell? You know, you know, it's kind of funny, is like I watched Turner Classic movies and they just like changed like their logo and their like their like program like interstitial things, and it's all like bright and vibrant and colorful now and like quick with like this like like music playing. and i'm just saying to myself why the fuck did you change this well who was <laughs> saying that the the network needed a younger hipper take and why does adding all this color splash make it younger and hipper anyway wow. it reminds me of some late 80s early 90s shit they're trying well, to appease kids women bad casual fans super fans with a little bit of okay. everything and it's not going to work at all Right, but that's also late eighties, early nineties. The last time I checked, the calendar said twenty twenty one. For Christ's sake, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know um, I was not very impressed. Um, I did get to see um, Braun. Yeah, yeah, Braun, Niners kid. Yeah, Braun Broker or mm-hmm. Braun Breaker. I was like, the second I heard his name and I looked at him, I was like, yeah, he's definitely the Steiner's. He's I mean, definitely you could, Steiner's son. If you, didn't, you could just, if, if you just heard him talk and didn't see him, you know, he's Steiner's kid. Cause he sounds well, like a mixture of his, of his dad and his uncle. Yeah. And see, I don't, I don't catch that. And I just don't necessarily, I can't tell you the last time I heard Rick Steiner promo. So, um, you know, I don't catch the, the similarity in voices and stuff like that, but, oh my God, it's just like, Wow, they are really, um, and they shaved they shaved up Brock Lesnar Jr.'s head now. To, oh to man, him, yeah, I was so disappointed. Make him not be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> they make him. He looks like he's like a inmate type of character now. It's like, oof. yeah, and it's like we'll we'll see. But we'll see if what he happens. Could destroy Joe Gacy, that's fine because I think Joe Gacy's an idiot. So if I'm gonna get yeah. to watch Parker destroy that guy, I'm okay with it. The woke guy is he's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, that character was like I'm watching Joe Gacy and I'm like They've had to tone down his gimmick because I he first came out, he was like, Whoa, way over here, and if fans weren't happy with it, they were like, Oh, we gotta tone this shit down. Yeah, and I'm just like 
did he really just hug the other guy in the ring after he beat him? Yep. And didn't he just say that we're not going to have to resort to violence to settle this? I'm like, what? Like, this fucking gimmick makes no sense. So, therefore, we call it a drimmick. <laughs> yes. First yeah, drimmick of the night. Even if what they're going for is like criticism of woke culture, there's nothing woke culture about anything that you just described. No, there no. isn't. And, no. and they, so if that's some writer, idiot writer's idea of what like wokeism or woke culture is about, then it's like, yeah, you don't know once again what the fuck you're talking about. And, and, and you take Mandy Rose and you change her hair color. That doesn't mean all of a sudden she knows how to wrestle. Changing somebody's hair color does not mean oh now she can wrestle because she can't wrestle. If you if you like her, that's fine. I I think she's not good. I, I she belongs in it. She belongs in it. She's fine to look at. Yeah, of course. But, <laughs> I was gonna say, I thought, I her outfit I was, was very interesting. I was like, is that supposed to be the yeah, new style yeah. like thong underwear, like high thong underwear that Lita yeah, used her, to wear? Like, is that what we're trying to get away with yeah. here? Like like I've always found Mandy Rose fun to look at. I also don't know why they would change her hair color um but yeah, she she never impressed me in the ring but then again i don't ever remember seeing her enough in the ring to get it an impression really one way or the other she was just like pretty much just, true as well she's there, there. there's a huge difference between me and you guys though with women's wrestlers i don't give a shit if they're pretty or not if they can't wrestle i don't give a fuck about them so i don't care how pretty they are if they <laughs> suck as a wrestler i'm done so, yeah, and, mean, and it's not about them being pretty. Fine. It, it's nice that they're. It, it's it's nice if they are pretty because it, you know, that that is what it is. Like appeals to the, feet, the males. I don't care at all. But if, regardless if you're pretty or not, if you can't wrestle, then you're not really worth much in in the sense of a wrestling program because they've really really gone away from valets as much managers, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them for females wrestlers. They've really gone away from it. So if you can't wrestle, the pretty factor only works on a certain percentage of males. In, in, in about six yep. weeks, I'm going to say two months max, all the titles are going to be on shitty people on NXT. Like everybody that has a belt in about two months is going to be somebody that sucks on that show. So I, I, I will probably stop watching NXT at some point. It's, it's coming. I don't want to. But it's coming because I'm not going to waste my time watching that garbage. The fact that Raw has been better than that show two or three weeks in a row is is crazy to me. Well, and like, let's be no. honest. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's be honest. That's what Vince wants. Vince wants his yep. trademark show, his flagship program, to be the best. So why not take NXT and turn it into a dumpster fire and be like, see, this is why well, it should be developmental. And they, and they kind of shifted the balance because SmackDown has always has been the best show for like two years. So they shifted the balance and they drafted some of the people on SmackDown that were making SmackDown good. They, they took Rollins and they took Owens. Not that Owens really matters right now, but right. they moved some of those people to Raw to like balance it out more to where like one show isn't going to be the better show for sure every week. I mean, Roman's on, Roman's on SmackDown. So like to me, that show is just because of Roman right now, mm-hmm. because that's the best storyline type stuff they have going right now. But 
they balanced it more. They might. It's going to be real interesting on Friday night coming up, guys, because we got a, a, a half hour run over on 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 SmackDown. We got a half hour run over where it's going head to head with Rampage, and Rampage is going to be live. Hmm. So yeah, be, and 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 SmackDown's going to be on FS1. It's not going to be on regular Fox. The FS1, it doesn't get as much viewership. I, I wish Tony hmm. Khan wouldn't have shot his mouth off and said we're going to beat WWE. In that half hour, I wish Khan would have not said something, but uh, you yeah, gotta be careful with that stuff. Should have left it. Probably shouldn't have said anything. No, he should have. have it would have been better alone. to not say anything. Don't he's just the sleeping giant. He's just <laughs> super excited about what his company's doing, so he's he's getting ahead of himself. CM Punk wrestles on ramp. CM Punk wrestles on rampage. <laughs> he doesn't really wrestle on dynamite. He's a Rampage guy, I feel like. This is going to be the third time he's wrestled on Rampage. He's only wrestled once on Dynamite. Well, that's because they haven't really put him into a story specifically yet, it feels like. I'm okay, with, I'm okay with people wrestling on one show anyways. I would prefer that they yeah. kind of limit it anyways. I'm, I want that. Well, put, put it this way, especially well, well, especially if they're – if it's a taped rampage, which it seems like most of them are anymore, like I said, they're taping right after Dynamite. Um, somebody probably only should wrestle once between those two shows on a given week. Then this one will be live. Uh, this is a weird week where there's no Dynamite yeah. on Wednesday this week. It's on on Saturday. Yeah, so well, so that's different. But um, you know what you were saying with your speculation about they're going to put all the titles on NXT on the the horrible people or whatever. Cornette told a story on his podcast from the uh, the OVW day. <laughs> AJ's already shaking his head <laughs> from, from 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 the OVW days, uh, like you know when he was running OVW back in like the early two thousands. And it would be oops, sorry. We, we want we want to call some guys up to the main roster uh give us like you know give us your assessment of the guys that you have right now like like rank them and so he said that there was like 30 guys on the roster at the time so he ranked them one through 30 who did they call up to the main roster the guys he ranked 28 29 and 30 <laughs> and that's crazy <laughs> yeah i mean it's like but what i'm saying is like that's like the way that you know vance pritchard Laurenitis, because I mean they were all obviously there at that point. They're obviously the guys who seem to be running the show now. I guess you could also throw Nick Khan in there. I don't know how much say he is about the wrestling part of it, but yeah, it's like doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. So I'm pretty sure that if I was in a room with Cornette and I asked him who the five best wrestlers in the world right now, they would be completely different from mine, and I would probably punch that motherfucker in the face. So. <laughs> True, yeah. true, very true. Well, he but, might agree. He might. He might agree with you on a couple guys. Like, uh, you know, but he, he he might he might say he might have Adam Cole on that list. Okay, he might. But he already did say that because he's associating with those other guys. He already doesn't like him now. Uh, I don't remember him saying that exactly, but I haven't been paying tremendous attention to like his show reviews the last couple of weeks. So I don't know. So I have the brackets for the King of the Ring and the uh, Queen's Crown, and uh, let me let me yeah, queue up. Was, uh, it's, I'm sorry, but that's it's just pretty obvious. Terrible. That's that's such a terrible name. What for the the women's? Yeah, Queen's Crown. 
does not roll off the tongue. Uh, yeah, it does not as much as King of the Ring does. No, definitely not. <laughs> King of the Queen Ring of the Crown. <laughs> nope. King, I mean, King of the Ring. King of the Ring flows perfectly. No problem. Queen's Crown. Queen's Crown. Queen's Crown. Queen's Crown. You know, that's one of those try saying that five times fast type phrases. That's just. Uh, All right. So let, let's hear. Let's hear what the what the King of the Ring is. So we already had two matches there tonight. So it was Sami Zayn versus Rey Mysterio. And I guess those two guys are going to be in a program moving forward. So Sami Zayn won that match. Um, the Cesaro versus Finn Balor, which I wasn't really sure how they were going to go with this one. Finn Balor won that one. So here's my issue. Finn Balor is going to beat Sami Zayn, considering the fact that he's not allowed at the Saudi yes, Arabia show. You're right. You are right. So he's not allowed there. So he is not going to be advancing. Why is Sami Zayn not allowed at the Saudi Arabia show? Because because, because he's of yeah. Syrian descent and there's yep. uh, long-standing bad blood between Syria and Saudi Arabia. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. I wasn't sure of his actual like ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be Finn Balor going to the finals. And then the other side, we have Kofi Kingston versus Jinder Mahal. Hmm. Okay. I wonder who's going to win that one. Um, and then Xavier Woods versus Ricochet. I'm totally expecting Xavier Woods to win that match. I'm actually totally expecting Xavier Woods to win the whole thing. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, to be honest. I think it's gonna be between him and Finn. They're gonna put the king of the ring on one of those two. Jinder Mahal is gonna win the finals, Finn against whichever new day guy they decide to go with. It's gonna be Xavier. Supposedly, Xavier's been like pushing to do the king of the ring and he even said crown me at the end of unraw the other night so like and and i want him to get something because to me he's the best person in the new day and he's the person that they've done the least like he's had no singles recognition at all so i actually want to win this because he's the only new day guy i don't hate so it gets i was a fan I was so a fan for, of him and TNA and stuff too. Yes, I like him for because he was Consequences Creed. I, I still remember yeah. that. So for me, for the predictability, it gets a. <laughs> but <laughs> but the fact that um, it is probably going to be Xavier Woods that that that's definitely good because he deserves it. He's been deserving of a push. Because it doesn't be honest, mean he's gonna yeah. get a push, but right. King of the Ring doesn't mean shit, really. Right. I mean, he sh- he should get a push. He's been probably, in, in my personal opinion, probably the most deserving of the three out of the New Day because he never really got a singles push to begin with. He kind of was right. Throw- he was you knew he was there. He kind of fell back into like obscurity, and then all of a sudden he emerged with the New Day, and I, he's been I, with I the New Day was, ever since. I, I think it was really dumb that Nakamura was the king and they made him give his crown away and then he's not even in the tournament. Why wouldn't you put the guy in the tournament? I'm not saying he had to win, but why wouldn't you let the guy be in the tournament who has the king that's got to give it away by default? To me, he should have at least been in the tournament. So I'll I'll say, I want to say one thing too. You know, I don't like Baron Corbin. I've never liked him, never cared for him even after he won King of the Ring. But there was one really cool thing about him winning a King of the Ring. He did really have a cool crown and, like, cool cape. 
I must say yeah. that. <laughs> that I will at least yes. say. I'll give him that much. He had a cool crown and a cool cape. All that. Now yeah, he's yeah. annoying as hell again, and now he's got Riddick Boss with him, and that's where they've put Kevin Owens in the program with those two idiots. So Fantastic. Yeah, just wasting him. So moving on to the Queen's crown, Sir Darth Pat. We had two matches. Zelina Vega defeated Tony Storm, and then Carmella beat Liv Morgan, which I expected. Carmel is going to the finals. Zelina is not winning this at all, unfortunately. Shayna, I think it might be Shayna time. So here's here's my worry. I want Shayna to win this. <clears throat> so Shayna is wrestling Dana Brooke in a rematch, technically, and then Dewdrop is wrestling Natalia. So my concern is. They have Shayna is going to be Dana, and I think Dewdrop's going to beat Natalia. And they already set it up from the other show of those two feuding. Yeah. But I have this weird thing that they're going to pull the rookie thing, and Dewdrop's going to win this whole goddamn tournament. I I, I have a feeling, and they're she's going to win the tournament, and then she's going to feud with Shayna, um, in some manner. But I, I just that's what worries me. I, I feel like they would do a, a swerve like that and be like, dude. Hmm. Let's put it on Dewdrop, and uh, she's got like, momentum. Dewdrop's like she's a pretty good wrestler. Yes, her character is kind of stale. Like she's she doesn't have a it's, ton of personality, and there's not like she's a work in progress. Right? Yeah. So, so I so I'll I, say I, if I, if they do push Shayna, which I'm okay with. I've never been a huge fan, but I give her credit where credit is due. I can say that I would cheer for her. Oh, yeah. she's getting her she's getting her true heel push that they should have done a long time ago and they they just like i i if charlotte would have been in this i'm like charlotte has to win but since charlotte's not in it like it doesn't matter but if i'm charlotte, glad they didn't put any of those people in it either they they don't i'm me. actually kind of i'm kind of glad they didn't as well no, no i just expected them to though mm-hmm. i'm not I don't care. It doesn't matter to me whether she was in it. I just was like, if she's in it, she has. To yeah, no, I get it. So, <laughs> and, and, and Darth Pat's so bored by the subject of Queen's Crown that he's <laughs> he's looking up new names for them. That's what he's yeah. doing. Was, Is that what he's doing? It was. It was really fun Monday night because they just put they put Charlotte in the ring, gave her a mic, and fed Bianca to her. I love watching Charlotte eviscerate the other women on the mic because she's on a whole nother level than everybody else on the microphone in WWE. And, and there are other people that are Sasha's decent on the mic. Bailey was as decent as a heel. Alexa's had her moments, but Charlotte's on a whole nother level than all of them. So every time they send her, send somebody to do a promo with Charlotte, I'm just like, this is going to be fun to watch her tear Bianca apart and that's exactly what she did and then they had Becky floating around Becky didn't really say anything she just made weird facial expressions the whole time and I'm like they don't want Becky getting on the mic with Charlotte here because Charlotte's going to fuck her up too so so it's Charlotte yeah, it's fun to watch Charlotte just terrorize people on the microphone <laughs> yeah I'll never say Becky's a great talker she's she she can she holds her own to a point, and that's really about where she is. And that's she, that's she, okay. That's fine. She's made me chuckle a few times since they've tried to turn her, attempted to turn her heel. She's mm-hmm. had a moment or two where she's actually been funny. So, like, but 
I don't think she wants to be a heel. I think she's like fighting that. I feel like she's kicking and screaming. So mm-hmm. it like made no, her. The story was that she asked to turn heels. So I don't know about that. Now it feels like she's, but she like, it seems like she's half trying. Like, like two weeks in a row, she shows up, like she stole some of Seth Rollins' stuff and she's like looking all goofy and crazy, which is sometimes that works when you're a heel. Like Rollins is awesome right now because he's finding the most ridiculous shit he can to wear. And it was like Becky was taking some of it from him and saying, okay, I'm going to use some of this. And then like, she'll show up looking normal for a week. And then all of a sudden she's wearing the, the, the goofy sunglasses again. It's like, she can't make up her mind. Like if you're going to do it, do it. Like Seth has said, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear this crazy shit every week. I don't give a fuck. Like you got to buy into it. And it's like Becky buys into it for two weeks and then eh, I don't really want to do it this week. And, but I'll do it next week again. Yeah, she's yeah, got to figure out go what back works and for forth her. With it. Yeah, she's got to figure out what works for her to be a heel, a good heel. She, she, also, she also definitely needs to pick one look and stick with it. Yeah, yeah. No, she does. To eat, to each his own. Flip flopping. To each his own, Pat. I know you. I know you said you. I don't know if it's because the Messiah Rollins is not the Messiah right now, and Rollins is as good as anybody in WWE on the mic right now. The last couple of weeks, he has been killing it on the mic. He is on a. Another, I, yeah, I, I haven't watched SmackDown in a while, so I don't, I don't know what he's been doing. When he, so, when he uh, was back, when he was backstage with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, and he gave the picture <laughs> of Edge and Beth, and he's like, "When you see Edge, can you give this back to him?" That was that was fabulous. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. been pulling the stops out for some of his promos, definitely, and that's good. I'm glad he went away from the Messiah gimmick because I, I'll be honest, I. Anything that has to do with like kind of like a religious thought process to it or anything, I'm not a big fan of that stuff. It's just one of those things I've never been a big fan of, but that's just a personal preference. But I I never, yeah, and and I never felt like that gimmick worked either. I mean, sometimes it matters who the people are with you. Maybe, maybe he didn't, you know, maybe they could have had better people with him. They couldn't decide. They put Austin Theory with him, then took him away. And so, Sometimes you, you know, can't always turn like, you know, something that's shitty into something good. So sometimes yeah. it's hard to do that. So yeah, Austin Theory, Buddy Murphy, and then the, the tag team guys. And it was like rotating people. I'm trying to think. Pat, Pat, did you watch Dynamite again? I tuned in late. So I missed the first match. I saw the very end of it. I saw where like where they did the uh, the Spirit Squad move on uh, on Jungle Boy, I think it was Jungle Boy at the end of the first match. Where uh, they, no. like, each grab- oh yeah, they did like a V trigger. All four of them did a V trigger on him. Well, it was like where they like they each like grabbed a limb and they like popped him up in the air. Oh they yeah, well, they him- also they also botched the power bomb with Luchasaurus. All four of them were trying to power bomb Luchasaurus, and they botched it. Uh, that's not a good uh, botch. I, I I was sticking around. Uh, the best the that that the first match AEW kind of like every week the first match is good and the last match is good and it's the in between stuff that determines whether the show to me is like an A or a B or whatever. So like, and this is another week where. The first match was really good other than the botch, but th- there was a part in that first match where all these people were 
doing what Pat really loves. All these people were doing suicide dives and doing all this crazy shit and jumping out of the ring. And then Adam Cole bounced off the ropes. And I'm like, what's he going to do? Because he doesn't do this shit, Jeremy. And he just stopped in the middle and went, Adam Cole, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He teased that he was going to do it and he didn't. That was the best. That that part, that was my favorite part of that match because I wasn't expecting that. So... And the, the, the last match was good, too. It's just that middle stuff sometimes. Like, it's like hit or miss. Like, the women's match was good. I just don't really like either of those women. So, but the, that match was, was solid for them. To, like, yeah, have a, good match, a, for a them. match that didn't have Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I... Uh... Well, Guevara wrestled Bobby Fish, right? Yes. Yeah, I see. I remember thinking that was decent. That then I remember, I remember not really being much interested in what was going on. And I think I dozed off and I missed the fucking ladder match. And I rewound it to see that, you know, that Paige was the oh, surprising. Yeah, they, they, that was, that was, that had to be Hangman. If there was anybody other than Hangman that was the Joker, that would have been a train wreck. Like that had to be Hangman. So they did the right thing there. Sure. Yeah, when, yeah. I, when I saw that, when I saw that he was the surprise guy and that he won, I said, "Good decision." So now um, they've they've got yeah. him with the poker chip. They've got Brian Danielson saying he wants a title shot, and they're also saying now they're going to do some world championship title eliminator tournament that's going to end at full gear. So there's going to be another person there with a title shot. <laughs> they're going to have two people. They have the ability to get a title shot. <laughs> Yeah, now, I don't know how I that's going to work out. Beyond that, the stuff that I think I saw on this show, um, you saw Jericho and them with the with the Dan Lambert and those dipshits. The uh, well, hold on, I'm kind of going through the result page here for the show. Um, the TBS Championship. Yeah. Mm. They're going with that theme, unfortunately. Not sure that's a good idea. We'll see. But it's still, I told Joe, the the women's mid-card title looks cooler than the actual world title. Yeah, it's just, just, again, that I don't, I I don't think that their women's roster is strong enough to warrant two singles titles, but... If I had to choose, I would have rather them done trios belts. I, I wanted trios belts, not another women's title. So, yeah, it, it's all. It's also a little. Uh, this is this is a complaint over how they do this, the how they do their show sometimes and everything. They were teasing up as this being like Tony Khan's big announcement, but then Tony Khan doesn't actually come out to make the announcement. <laughs> you know, Shivani just yeah. does it. Uh, so. Was it technically Tony Khan's announcement there? Um, but then it's like, then they have like, you know, four or five women there with like pre-can promo saying about how they're going to win the belt. And I'm like, so they told everybody backstage beforehand that they were doing this before they announced the live crowd. That, that's kind of, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense kind of shit. And uh, yeah, everything between... This America's Top Team show with Jericho is just that's where I'm definitely looking for the remote control. I just, yeah, some people aren't really interested in it. I know, I, can I see mean, it. 
I don't know anybody that's interested in it. It seems like I think like the last three shows I've watched is whenever whenever they come out, dead silence. Dead silence. Nobody's reacting one way or the other. And that is the absolute worst thing for a live wrestling show. I mean, at least they're putting Jericho in a program where there's multiple people, though, and he it's just not him wrestling somebody. At least they're hiding Jericho more, which I'm okay. If you're going to put some six-man tag or eight-man tag, we don't have to see Jericho do as much then, and that's that's smart. That's less of him. Let let Sammy or let – I mean, I don't really want to see Jake Hager wrestle. I, I take just about anybody over him because he doesn't even really wrestle to me. He tries. So – but at least Jericho is going to get hidden more in this scenario. And then on, I, I did think it was funny on Rampage how they had Jade Cargill just squash the girl she was fighting. So there's no chance of her botching anything. They're like, we're just going to let her squash her. So yeah, she's lots of work to do. She's really I'm still just, green. And I love the potential, but the problem the problem is she doesn't think she is. I I like her. She's got the look. She can talk. I, I like her, but she just, she needs work. Like she needs work in the ring. She needs to be in, in a developmental thing, like all the time. She needs to be in a developmental thing for four months. And they're going to put this belt on her, Joe. I'm afraid they're going to put this other belt on her. I really am. So am I. I think she's ready. And it, it, I want her to be successful because once again, I like her. I just, she can't wrestle yet. <laughs> she should be wrestling a lot of the dark matches. On that, on that, she's got elevation and dark, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, she needs she needs to be wrestling on the YouTube channel one and all that. It's it's she like the girl B Fab from Hit Row. She better be a valet because she can't wrestle. She's not good either. They better not let her. Yeah, wrestle she's green too. Now. She's green as hell. I think that there's potential there with her too, but you can't put her in a match on SmackDown. <laughs> You can put her in a dark match, but you can't put her in a match on television right now. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, they're not. They have these other shows, which. I mean, those are the shows where you put the people who aren't ready to be on live TV yet. And it seems like it's it seems like they have a different opinion of their talent roster than. I don't want to say than everybody else, but then like what well, most people I think are, you know, really kind of know their their things, their their stuff and everything. So I just, uh, you know, it's like that's that's what that that's what you have these other fucking shows for is to get these people to work out their kinks, get them reps in the ring, you know, get them to improve, and yeah, you know, because I don't care if somebody really like. The, the, there's only so many chances you can give somebody before you have to finally say it ain't working, you know? And I'm not yeah. saying that Jay Cargill's at that point or anything yet, but it's like if you're going to keep putting somebody out on live TV and they're going to keep botching shit over and over and over again, at some point you got to go, it, it just doesn't work, you know? So. Yeah. Back to the drawing bar, back to basics, start getting your shit back together before you're able to go back out. I, I chuckled. I did chuckle Wednesday night when Arn was to Cody when he's like, why don't you go paint a star on your face? I chuckled. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, his, his, voice, his voice obviously is not as strong as it was 30 years ago, but Arn Anderson can still fucking talk. 
Yes, he can. Cody might be, maybe they got Cody to buy in because I feel like Cody is the shift, the shift is starting. I feel like they're going to, they are going to turn him heel. It may be gradual, but I well, feel like he has bought in. Well, well, he, he, he's working the, uh, he's working the smarts then because, you know, I saw still just this week an article that the, the, the headline was Cody Rhodes, I'll die before I turn heel. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious. It kind of feels like they're going the heel way, but I can see aspects where it's not going to go yeah. in the heel direction. So, kind of wait and see it on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I watch, and I watched some of his reality show there. The, uh, uh, right. I watched some of his reality show there because, like I said, I dozed off and like missed the end of, uh, of Dynamite. And so I was like standing there watching it, and the impression I was getting was um, Cody doesn't seem to be very knowledgeable about life. Um, in, in, in He's some still ways. a big kid in certain aspects. Yeah. I mean, Nicole's, uh, Nicole's told me that Brandy's clueless. So his wife, his wife comes off as, I mean, she was pregnant. So it's, it's you know, you, you can probably excuse a lot of this based upon that. But she came off as being very needy, very bitchy, uh, and like insisting that she just absolutely has to go to the pay-per-view so they, and they have to take the bus to the place. And the bus is supposed to have like a bed in the back for her because she's pregnant. And then Cody didn't order the right bus that had the bed in it and everything. And so she's pissed <laughs> off at that, which, you know, I guess, hey, if you're that pregnant and, you know, you were supposed to, your husband was supposed to do something he didn't do, it, I'd, I'd be pissed too. But at the same time, it's like, you have to go to the pay-per-view when you're this pregnant? I don't know that you do. I'm just saying. I, he, um, Nicole's, so. watched, Nicole's watched a bunch of – because Nicole likes Brandy, so she's watched stuff with her. And I've listened to – like, I think I watched – she does some cooking show. Like, she has wrestlers on, and they cook stuff. And she did one with MJF. And MJF was, like, in his head, I, I feel like he had just been, like, how does she not know what the fuck she's doing? Like Nicole said, she's kind of an airhead. So I'm not an airhead. I play one on TV. <laughs> All she, right. She, so she, she really, and again, I, I, I hate thinking this way about people and everything, but she very much comes off as being like a, I guess the best term for it is Yoko Ono-ish. You know, where it's like she marries a very successful man and then ingratiates herself into what he's doing and then, like, you know, tries to become part of it and then tries to start running and everything. She really comes off that way. And, again, that's that's not a fair term, you know, and everything. Um, but it's, it's, it's the feeling that I get from watching her and listening to her. So there was a at the same time, I, f- I feel like I can understand why these two people got together because they share a lot. A, of there was a thing, so like I watch, I watch the Being the Elite like podcast every like they do one or the the blog or whatever they do one every week. So me and Nicole watch them together. And on the one this week, Silver and Reynolds from the Dark Order went up to Adam Cole, and Silver was like, "It's all about the boobs." And Adam Cole was like, no, it's all about the boom. 
And Silver was like, oh, so you're not all about the boobs? And Adam Cole's like, no, I did not say that. I said my music is it's all about the boom. And, and Silver was so confused during the whole thing. It was funny that they turned all about the boom into it's all about the boobs. All um, right. Corn, 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 Cornette didn't have a compliment for uh, Omega and the Bucks, though. Uh, on when they reviewed, I think it was the first episode of, of the show. Of, what, of the, I, he had a compliment for Omega and Bucks in regards to the first episode of the Roads to the Top show. Oh, he really? said, Yeah, he said they were smart enough to make sure that their faces weren't on camera anywhere. So that they weren't. Oh my god! So, so, so that they so that they weren't attached to the shit show that that was that was that show. He said, so he said so he said they were very smart for realizing that it was going to be a shit show and did stay the fuck away from it. Okay, so <laughs> with that said, and the cornet line out there because you know we always got to hear about cornet for some fucking reason. Anyway, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> um. I think it is time to move on to Mount Rushmore. And we do have a special Mount Rushmore for everybody this week. And it is, we are going to list our four. Each person is going to list their four favorite video games of all time. Which should be interesting um, because there are so many damn video games out there. Right. Yes. Can Can I ask a quick question for this? Yeah, of course. Does it have to be console video games? Can it be computer games? No, no, no. video game. Fine, PC's fine. Yep. Okay, PC's I just fine. want another parameter. So that'll help. Oh me. well, that changes everything. Pieces <laughs> of shit, because that's not what I was meant. Whatever, <laughs> fucking do what you want. Then I don't give a fuck. Put the video games I don't think Pat's. Then. I don't think Darth Pat's played enough video game consoles to have four that are his favorites. <laughs> No, I definitely <laughs> have. I, I haven't played any consoles really since PS2 and GameCube. There, I consider PC, PC games. I consider PC games video games. A lot of them come out for the PC and, and the video game system. So, right, yes, that's that's they do, especially back now. in the day, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, All right, so, so I'm gonna go. F- yeah, if you, I'll go first. Fuck it. Keeping my talk. list. <laughs> Joe's like, well, then I would have had this one on here for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm not changing it now. No, I'm God not. Gonna, I'm not going to list any of uh, PC games. But uh, even though I probably would list one particular PC game, but I'll, I'll go. I'll go on my list, and so I'm going to have to go. And this is tough for me because I played so many different video games, and and oh, man, so game that I could and and I and I'm listing favorite games by games that I could go back and play now and still enjoy playing. That's fair. So um I would have to say the original um NBA Jam is definitely one I loved playing that game. We used to have tournaments in our in our living room playing that fucking he's game. He's on fire. <laughs> yeah, he's on fire. I used to go so pissed off cuz I would get beat so bad sometimes. I'd be like this is fucking bullshit. My guy should be on fire. <laughs> yeah. Um so that one is definitely and then there's another one from the same game system, Super Super Tech Mobile, not the original nice. Tech Mobile, Super Tech Mobile was oh, yeah, <laughs> Bo Jackson can break any tackle, and Reggie White can break through any line. Um, <laughs> so it's yeah. awesome. Uh, I will back you up on that. Everybody always likes to say Tech Mobile, and it 
and it always sounds like they're referring to the original one. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Tecmo Super Bowl, the sequel, was a far superior game. Yes. Was it Tecmo Super Bowl and not Super Tecmo Bowl? That was it, it was, was Tecmo Super Bowl. Was it? it was on like the original NES. It was Tecmo Super Bowl. Yes. Because te- Tecmo, Tecmo Super Bowl came out. It was after the 1990 season when the, the Giants beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. And so like the game then like it, it had like the whole 1991 schedule. Yes. So like whatever team you pick, you play their 1991 schedule and it kept the stats for the year and everything. So yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was a far was superior game because it had, I believe it had all the teams yes. instead of just like eight. I think there was eight right. on the and, original. And, and, you had, and you had an eight play playbook, which you could also switch. You could like switch out the plays. Whereas like the original Tecmo Bowl, I think it was only a four play playbook. And I don't know if you could switch the plays out or anything. No, I don't remember. And I it, don't think you could. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and it did not, like you said, it did not have, uh, it, it did not, I don't think the original had all it had every NFL team in the Bo Jackson. And it was great because if you pick the right offense, like if you pick their, like if you pick their offense, they would, you could, everybody would just bust through the line and it would be a dead, it would be like a, like a, an all out blitz <laughs> and you, nobody could d- yeah, get through it. Yeah. That's, that's like when you like correctly guess the play that you're a yeah. opponent picking, you could always um, tell that was happening. So, so now I'm super tech mobile. Yes. Now I'm going to go a little bit newer and um, I'm going to go with when I first played it was the original God of War game. That game was so good. And it was so funny because that was the first time I played a game on a game system where you didn't see anything. You just heard what you were doing with the lady in the ship. <laughs> I was like, all right. That made it that made it just yeah, they, that much better. <laughs> they had some interesting mini games on the God of War games that always involved ladies with boobs. Yes. Like the mini game in the God of War games that involved naked ladies. Yes. Um and then I would have to say most recently um the game that I've really enjoyed playing is really, and this kind of encompasses a couple games, but is like the Lego, um, like Marvel games, like the super, like the, not like the individual ones, but like the Lego, like Avengers Marvel game. Like yeah, there's, there's a couple good, iterations of it. There's, there's an Avengers game. There's Lego Marvel superheroes, and then there's yeah. superheroes too. Right. So all those, like I'm kind of lumping those all into one because I really enjoy playing those. I can play those with my son and he can play those because he likes to run around the all-inclusive map, like that monster map and just like do stuff like, so it's so much fun to, to like play that. So those would be my four. All Go right. ahead, Pat. Bama goes down. Is that wow. a game? I'm just kidding. Texas A&M just kicked the last second field goal to win 41-38. Jesus. So defense so, optional. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so 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 Bama just went down. Well, the polls will be interesting tomorrow. The so Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati, one, two, three. Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma sounds like your top four. And then God only knows who will be number five now because Michigan's still undefeated. They were number nine. Um Ohio State was seven with one loss. 
you know, it would be interesting to see how far they drop Alabama and Penn State now. So crazy. All right. Go ahead. All right. Yep. So um, first of all, very quickly, because we'll, I know we'll run out of time after we do this segment. So uh, last week, I promised our viewers that my beloved New York Giants. <laughs> do we have to do we're this? Going to, we're, we're, yeah, we have to, because we texted about this. <laughs> We're going to be 0-10 come Thanksgiving, and they somehow beat the Saints last week. So I apologize for lying to you all. I will endeavor to never do that again. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I was trying to sound like early 1998 Chris Jericho when he was turning heel, and he kept on saying, I will never, ever do that again. Um, so my four, my top four, my Mount Rushmore video games would be uh, the original Legend of Zelda, I could replay that for all time, you know, just, just that, that game just never lost its fun for me. So um, I would have said, I would have considered saying Tecmo Super Bowl because Jeremy said it. I don't want to repeat games because there's so many games out there. We can, you know, throw things in there. Um, I'm going to say uh, Sid Meier's Civilization 2, which, you know, mm. of course was a PC game. Um, I Ooh. still play that now when I just feel like wasting three hours at a time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's the kind of game that once you get started playing you get you, you just get wrapped up in it very quickly mm-hmm. and totally lose time. Played so that's it. what was always, yeah so that's what was always so great about that i never took to some of the sequels as much as the second one as this without one so um shit uh knights of the old republic saw that going uh, yeah i just it, it, i mean it, it really had to be i mean i just I felt like it had just an incredible story. It had incredible, you know, graphics and effects and everything. I liked how they, you know, even though it was set like, what was it, four or 5,000 years before the movies, it had a lot of familiarity to it. They took you to planets, which you knew, like Tatooine and Kashyyyk, and mm-hmm. but they also took you to planets that you never been before. So, you know, it felt familiar, but new and, you know, everything like that at the same time. Um, and after that, um, I think I'd actually have to say uh, the original Max Payne. Uh, mm, only a good game. Always, I remember that. Always very much, I always very much enjoyed that game. Always been uh, like a big fan of, you know, crime stories and like film noir stuff. And, you know, Max Payne is very much of those ilks, you know, with, uh, you know, undercover cop, you know, betrayed revenge story uh you know seeking to avenge a dead wife uh you know femme fatales you know mm-hmm. you know mob drugs gangsters you know <laughs> so uh and then the, like the big corporate villains at the end of it and all everything and obviously all the bullet time stuff was was just you know was, was really so cool and you know, obviously of course they were borrowing all that from the matrix but um you know it was a game that i felt like it always you know really held up to and it was always very entertaining so um, I'd go with, uh, with, with those as my four. Nice. All right, AJ, go ahead, buddy. Uh, so I'm going to, I, 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 Knights of the Old Republic's on my list too. So I can't not say it, even though Pat said it, it was on there. They're remastering it. I can't wait. So they're going to re-release it. So do you think they're, they're going to change anything or just remaster it? I think they're going to remaster it. I don't know. I haven't, nobody's, there's not really been a deep dive. It's just been an announcement with not a lot of follow-up yet. So 
I think it's going to be mostly remastered. I don't know what the, what they could tweak in it. They may tweak stuff, but I can't imagine it's going to be anything drastic. So, Knights of the Old Republic, Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch. I went all over trying to figure out what the best Mario game was I've ever played. I like mm-hmm. pretty much every one, but Odyssey's the newest one, and they like just took everything that was good about all the other ones and put it into this one. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five. I didn't really like four. I liked Vice City and I liked five. So I took I'll yeah. say five. And then Ocarina of Time is my favorite video game of all time. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. So that's every it's it they're they're actually gonna release that on the Switch here pretty soon and I can't wait. Every time they release that game on another system, I play it. So I probably played that game like six times. So that's that's my all-time favorite game. It's been my all-time favorite game since the first time I played it. So yeah. that would be my four. I, I would say I would say that's how you know it's your favorite then if you keep playing it over and over again like that. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Definitely so. All right. Joseph. All right, we'll get the first one out of the way. It's the Star Wars, same as the other two said. <laughs> I play, I, I, I played all the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic games. Um, so that's that's the first on my list. Um, second is Batman Arkham City. Oh, that nice. was a good one. Yeah, nice girl. Uh, I love that game. That's a game I can play over and over again all the time. Um, next on my list is a good old Dreamcast game. Oh, wow. Which is Soul Calibur. Oh, okay. I played that in the arcade. Yes, they, they came out with that for the Dreamcast. And that game and the one of the original um, NFL 2K1, I think it was, was the other game I played pretty religiously on Dreamcast. Uh, there was two coolest games for me to play on Dreamcast. Joe likes fighting games, too. Joe definitely likes fighting games. Um, and next on my list, the uh, fourth one on my list, is the great Nintendo 64 game, GoldenEye 007. Oh, I was waiting for you to say fucking Star Fox. I would have been like, God <laughs> damn it. How did that uh, game make the list? <laughs> that that would have been in my top five for if you just went N64 games. But <laughs> you uh, say Star Fox 64 was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh GoldenEye was awesome. Mm-hmm. Me yes. and my friends would come over and it would be like after school all fucking weekend. We'd be playing GoldenEye and just round after round just keep going that game was just fucking awesome that was if like, you like to play if you like to play co-op and do all that stuff that's a good right game. first person shooters yeah if you don't like if you don't like playing with other people that game has no appeal yeah i mean my my two years and uh my two years in Notre dame i mean there were guys who were still playing that game endlessly and it was like three or four years old at that point so oh yeah and it was like the first game on a console that was multiplayer first person shooter. Like you could play with your friends and, and pretty like much just, yeah. like that kind of yeah. set the, the going forward, what the possibilities might be for cooperative playing games like that. And here we well, are. Like if it still not doing that shit. 
it's like it's like if if it if it wasn't if it wasn't the first, it certainly felt like it was the first. It was like the one that was like like the breakthrough kind of title, which, like you said, made it show like what was what was possible. And then, you know, one again, I'm going back to my time in Notre Dame here, which is more than 20 years ago now, but. Yeah, that was the thing that it was like, you know, that's you're you're on this like, you know, huge, you know, local network at the college. And so you're getting really fast internet connection. So it's so easy to go online and play all these like, you know, online multiplayer games. Like that's when like uh, you know, Half-Life was was the big thing. And then like all the yeah. uh the games that were built off of Half-Life, like Counter-Strike, which I played endlessly. Uh Doom actually know. was, as far as I know was the first online multiplayer game because we used to play that when I was at the 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 job that I worked right out of um right out of Lincoln Tech that was like 1997 I was playing that yeah. game on a local network. Doom, Doom was a, was a couple of years before like like Half-Life and Counter-Strike like I said um as far as I remember uh nobody really seemed to be playing doom anymore uh at least not that i saw like that wasn't one that people got me into because every everybody was like oh have you played this one yet or you played this one you know we got like our own local thing you know because that's what you do when you're in college with you know no you know buffer right above you and everything is like you know people get you to you know start you know playing games against each other and the problem was of course the first year i was there i had such an old shitty computer that i was like the uh the one that had like the worst connection and everything. So I was always the one that was getting killed more easily than everybody. <laughs> Loser. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, well, so basically that's the way it began. Like if, if we, we like started a game like amongst like, you know, six or seven people like in the, in the hall or whatever. And um, you got killed by me. That was like a very shameful. Uh, <laughs> wow. Badge of dishonor. That killed me. Oh my God. What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how the hell did that happen? It's like, well, you turn, you turn the corner. And as soon as I saw you, I hit you with the double barrel shotgun to the head. I mean, I have, a, <laughs> I, I do have, a, I do have an honorable mention on mine. Oh, okay. Honorable mention. What would you like to put up there, sir? <clears throat> the game for the original Xbox, Playboy Mansion. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Leisure Suit Larry. There, there, was, there, was a, there was a Playboy Mansion game for the original Xbox? Oh, yes, there was. There's a Dang shocker, you. and Joe knew about it. <laughs> I did not know that. I was going to say, we're talking about dirty games. The dirtiest game I ever really heard of was this really old game that I think was only ever released on like one of the very old Atari systems, which was called Custer's Revenge. Oh, yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, it's it's very possibly the most offensive game ever made. <laughs> Play, Playboy Mansion nice. was awesome. You started off at, at the bottom and you had to work your way up to Hugh Hefner level. And you had to go to photo shoots and take photos and create, you know, uh, covers for Playboy magazines. And you got to like try to, you know, get girlfriends and move up the ladder. And there was, you know, a cave that had like a, a, a hot tub and a, and, a, and a pool in there. And you got to hook up with the girls and yeah, they blurred <laughs> stuff out. They blurred stuff out. But yeah, it was it was a fun game. I remember hearing about that had game. A, and they had a commercial for that game, too. That's the crazy part. They actually advertised that game. It was at a commercial. And I was like, ooh. We got a play, a Playboy. I mean, game? I'm buying that shit. <laughs> the first time anybody 
played Grand Theft Auto, you went and got a hooker and took her in the car and watched the car bounce up and down. And then you then you shot yep. her and took your money back. <laughs> and now, you know, Grand Theft Auto 5, you could just sit there and rub your hands on her booty and all that shit. Yeah. And then the, the bouncer comes by and you got to stop so, you know, you don't get caught by the bouncer. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, which, which Grand Theft Auto was that? Was that the very first one or was it that? Vice City was the, I think Vice City was the first one you could like, you could buy the prostitute and the car would bounce up and down. And I think you could do that in three because I played three and I don't know if I ever played Vice City. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you which one came out first, so well, three was before Vice City. I but I don't. Yeah, I I can't remember. I I can't remember. I can't remember for sure if you could do that in three. That's that's what it comes down to. I know you could do it in Vice City. So yeah, yeah. Well, anybody out there listening, feel free to drop a comment (laughs) and let us know if uh, you could do that in uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. Probably. Uh, I remember what Lewis Black always said his favorite thing to do in Grand Theft Auto 3 was run over the person whose car I just stole with the car I just stole. (laughs) (laughs) Those games were like the most messed up games possible. And they still are. Like, they're still the most messed up. It's a big sandbox game. I mean, Arkham City that Joe said, like, I like those big sandbox games where you have a big map and you have to go do missions like red dead redemption. And the, like, there's a lot of them. Grand yeah, Theft Auto that, kind of laid the groundwork for it though. Yeah. It's well, just, great. it's crazy because my nephews will play it. Now they play with the sound off, but they still play those games. So you're still running around murdering people and doing shit like that. It's I like, mean, yeah. that's, that's well, the first game I've and, and I like to like, when I play a game, I have a purpose. Like, I'm trying to beat this game so I can move to the next game. Grand Theft Auto was one of the few games where I did just go get a tank, sit sit somewhere, and just blow shit up. The, how many cop cars <laughs> can I blow up? How many helicopters can I blow up before they arrest me? I want to own a squadron of tanks. And the crazy thing about Grand Theft Auto now is I can, you know, you could do the online stuff and there's DLCs for the online and the console version, but on the PC, there's like communities now where there's communities where you're like police officers and you go around chasing bad guys and you could be the, you can have a gang as bad guys and go around and like stealing stuff. There's Twitch. They're all over Twitch. They have these communities now, and people, you know, get on their mics. They hook up. Oh, we got a we got a code red or where the fuck the cop shit is, you know, stuff. And they they hop in their cop cars and they they you know drive over there and (laughs) they're arresting people and doing all kinds of shit. There was guy dressed up as being a mayor and everything. It's crazy. Like 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 Vice City was not a huge map, but then San Andreas came out and that was a huge map. I remember San Andreas. They changed yeah. everything because then you could have girlfriends and there was all these side things you could do. There was all these like games and like they just they they just they did it and everybody else now has like hybrided it into something else. I so, remember being at your house and playing San Andreas with you. <laughs> so You're like Jeremy, you gotta play this game, it's so fun. Like, I'm like okay. <laughs> what about Manhunt? Remember Manhunt? Did you play that with me? That's the one where you were sneaking around killing people but that was a fucked up game that was like that one i don't yeah that game was that game was bad because you could like cut people's heads off with like garrett wire and stuff like it was all about 
and murdering people and <laughs> the, the craziest way possible. <laughs> I, I, oh man, that was a fun. That was a fun episode. I had. Yeah. I, I must say, we had so quite a bit of fun and good. Good conversation. Good conversation. But with that, we do have to say good night. Uh, we just want to always, always, always thank everybody for watching us live on Facebook, or if you're catching it on YouTube in a replay, thank you for watching it there. If you're catching us on an audio version, whether that is uh, through Apple Podcasts, you're catching us on Amazon Music, uh, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you're catching us, thank you for tuning in and listening. And you know, always feel free to engage us. You can come to our Facebook page for Guys Roundtable Show. You can drop us a comment there. You can request, hey, if you got a question you want us to, you want to ask us, more than happy to answer those questions for you. We'd love to have some, you know, questions thrown at us. We'll see see what you guys are wondering about, either us, the show, or a topic that you'd like us to talk about. Drop us a question right there on a Four Guys Roundtable Show on uh, Facebook. We'll answer your questions. We have no problem doing that. You may not like the answer you get, but you're going to get an answer at least, you know. <laughs> you can ask Pat out on a date. Be my Ooh, guest. Yes. Yes, we had any lovely ladies out there. They can ask Pat out on a date. I'm... <laughs> I, I also uh, I also will go with the, uh, uh, the, the strong bad method, as it were. Uh, you ask us your questions. I'll make fun of your punctuation and spelling. <laughs> That's a good way to get yourself a date, Pat. Good job. <laughs> Pat does that to me all about, the time. Yeah. I mean, the I lady, you do not use about. that comma in the proper functionality well, yeah, of like, what a comma yeah, is supposed to be used for. Any, yeah, I wasn't saying anything about getting a date. And, <laughs> and I didn't say I'd be a, a prick about, you know, <laughs> correcting your punctuation and spelling, just that I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And with that, now Pat will definitely continue to be dateless. Um, <laughs> we love you, Pat. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, hey. I'll say this. Oh, boy. I may be overweight and fat and all that other shit. But relative to my height and his height, I say Chris Jericho looks fatter than me these days. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Chris Jericho in a while, so I'll take you or take your word for that. Uh, All right. So yeah, as always, we say good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and we'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>